PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. Welcome to the return of the weekly wrestling wrap-up presented by Offended, brought to you by PWP Nation. It's your boys, Tricky and Stoutsy. We're back. What's up, you fucking marks? I don't know why we didn't think about doing this like a little sooner. <laughs> I don't know either. Like, got a decent following from the the wrap-ups on a uh, good old uh, periscope and everything but yeah. you have a uh, illness right now so yeah for like four months people are probably like how's this kid still going right. well when you're when you're the fucking world heavyweight champ you just keep going and you show up week after week sometimes you oversleep a bit and sometimes you oversleep at 8 p.m at night but you know that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's showbiz, baby. Fuck. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't know why we uh, didn't really think of this. Right. And, like, our... Uh... Well, to be fair, uh, we went through, like, the holiday season of wrestling, and then, like, there was kind of the rumble, and nothing's really been overly crazy exciting, but... Right. So, here we are. Right. Um. So... With uh, I'm trying to think here. Oh my god, that vibration is horrible. You can hear that too. Hey, oh Zeus god, Goose. is that just up against your ear? What is that? No, it's just sitting on my uh, like laying on my bed. Oh, buddy, was that was it just like a meet me? Man, well, whoever invented the uh, oh here. the the app, 
since you're using the app, turn on Do Not Disturb. I actually should fix it. Oh, just on my phone? Yeah. What's that? The little, the little, uh, the, the little moon? moon? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never used that before. What if somebody, what if there's an emergency? Well, then that just sucks for them. That's yeah, true. <laughs> I turn on Do Not Disturb every night. Really? Oh, dude, with Twitter oh. and like everything, my phone would be going crazy. I got so. Well, I turned off Twitter notifications when, like, months ago, when we like for some reason had like four tweets that just like blew up like during the mm-hmm. week, and I was just like, "Fuck off!" Every oh. mark on Twitter, dude. I wake up here if I can. I'd like you know how you can scroll up on the notification center on your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Since yesterday, I've had notifications from like I'm not even I'm not even kidding when I say this from like five different apps. But, like, Facebook Messenger, fucking text messages, Twitter and Facebook alone, I have, like, almost 200 notifications. Yeah, my my group messenger on Facebook, which is why I never respond to anybody, I just turned off because it was just, like, too much for the most part. And I was just, like, I'm getting zero sleep, like, this morning because, obviously, I haven't been sleeping at all, being sick and all this shit. And, uh, like, from 10 to, like, noon, I was able to sleep and... I just my I even had my phone on vibrate because I knew you and Corey were texting and it was just like buzz 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 <laughs> buzz and I was like, "Will you guys like shut the fuck up? I'm trying to sleep." See, that's like, when you turn on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, I know. That's you know now it's going to be worse because you never text back as it is. So now you'll just never text back. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's going to be like, "Oh fuck!" And you're going to be like, "Shit, I should never tell him to put on Do Not Disturb." I, I'm kind of thinking about that right now. Yeah. Well, right. you, you said you're a snitch it, so. anyway, so it's fine. Well, you know, you're a content stealer. Man, you might as well. You might as well be fucking. my joke. Who's the fucking main guy that's always stealing shit on Twitter? You're him, basically. That's actually your account, and then you just, you're just, you're just, you're a phony. <laughs> you're you're a phony. You're a big phony. <laughs> you're a Mick phony. Oh, good, good one. Jesus Christ! All right. Yeah, that's right. That was a good one. You don't, don't even try Mick it. Phony. <laughs> but we're back. The weekly wrestling wrap-up is back. For those that don't know, that don't listen to the regular show, Jim is locked up in the poop pit. He's not in the cockpit. Um, we haven't been on Periscope in a few months. So this is our way of getting a, getting it back going. And a little fun fact, last week we did three episodes. Our most downloaded episode was the wrestling episode. So, Whew, Not surprised. People want us back. Yep, 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 yep. Um, it's, like, it's like the Hardys coming back at Mania. Dude, I was literally watching like reaction videos to them coming back last night. Where it's just like just got hyped. stuck in a rabbit hole. I did, and then I somehow got from there to up, up, down, down. And I was just laughing my ass <laughs> off for like three hours, especially like Big E and Tyler Breeze, and like so they're doing this new thing on Up, Up, Down, Down right now, where they're having like they came up with their own championship, the Up, Up, Down, yes. Down championship, and they're having like a little tournament right now. And every time Big E is on, you can hear Tyler Breeze, like, in the back, just laughing his ass off at him. Like, <laughs> and it fucking makes me crack up every <clears throat> every time. But then you also hear, like, Baron Corbin, like, whining in the background, like, making fun of him because he got eliminated by Styles. He's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, Baron Corbin has so much personality on Up, Up, Down, Down. It's like, why can't they just let him be, like, a goofy person, like, on Raw, like how he is on up up down down he's actually fucking hilarious like yeah they and 
I didn't watch it, but like, I've, I feel like I feel like we've talked about this before. Though watching them on like either like uh, it might have even been like back in the day on the Breaking Ground with you know that mm-hmm. NXT show they did on the network, or uh, even one of the stupid shows they have on there. It was like Baron Corbin's actually kind of fucking funny. Yeah, he was. And, <laughs> go ahead. He was telling his story. The Tyler Breeze and Baron Corbin. So like the whole up, up, down, down. This one episode is just basically a mini podcast of them telling the story <laughs> about why Corbin doesn't like Breeze, but they're like best friends. And he's like, well, yeah, you guys, you and Ty Dillinger, you just don't like me. You just don't like me at all. You don't invite me anywhere. You you don't like me. So I never get invited out. And Breeze is like, that is such a fucking lie. Like, it's like, yeah. we tell you everywhere we're going. He's like, no, no, you don't. And Breeze is like, Breeze is like, well, you're just a baby, man. And Corbin's like, I'm not a baby. You're a baby. And Breeze just goes, no, you're a bigger baby. And Xavier jumps in. And he's like, I love the insults, guys. I love the insults. <laughs> dude, you know who Corbin is for us is Corey Donovan. Yep. Oh, dude. Because he hates when he doesn't get invited places or claims he doesn't get invited places. Dude, I'm not going to lie. When I was watching Breeze and Corbin go back and forth, I'm like, oh, my God, this is Jim and Corey from, like, the Halloween episode we did of Offended. <laughs> yeah, we have a hell of a friendship. Dude, seriously, watch it. You'll be like, oh, my God, I'm Tyler Breeze. Like, <laughs> At least I'm pretty. <laughs> Prince Gorgeous. Pretty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and- yeah, they should just let him be a uh, – let him just be as goofy self as in, like – that 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 can work on like a heel persona. Just take off his vest. No shit. That's what you got to do? Give him a different gimmick. Yeah, for the love of God. It's like I want to like Corbin. I've you know I've gotten the pleasure to meet Baron Corbin. He was so fucking cool and nice. I'm like, God damn, just give him a different gimmick so I can like him. I'm like, yeah, I remember you were like, I don't like Baron Corbin, and I was like, I think he's gonna be awesome in right WWE. I think he's kind of cool, and you were like, man. And then you met him, and you were like, uh, yeah, I was wrong. Baron Corbin's really really cool, man. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a shithead day isn't it it is a shithead day man. <laughs> i feel like complete fucking shit just i'm just this whole week i've just been arguing with everybody everybody's getting the, everybody's getting the heat i know i was like i was staying out of it for a little bit and i tried to make one joke joined you guys Corey. and i wasn't paying attention at all that i was like oh you guys are making jokes i want to jump in you're like nope too late todd <laughs> Corey got the worst of mine this week, though. I just knew I was going to trigger him and just get him to where I wanted to. <laughs> oh, man, he really got it. Mark. Everybody's getting it. Yeah, what a mark. Oh, so boy. we're going to talk about the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. We are going to talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, maybe a little AEW news. Um, before we get into that, I have a little game prepared to get us back in the, get us back into the thick of things. I figured since this is our first wrap-up in fucking months, this might be a longer episode, so... Yeah. Whatever. I don't... Yeah. But I found this ultimate WWE trivia book in my grandma's basement the other day. Ooh. And it looks like it's never been used, like, like at all. Wow. That's that's because you probably got it and was like, I hate wrestling. I know all that stuff already. But I'm yeah. looking through these questions, and, dude, they look hard as fuck. Like, they probably are. So I'm just going to turn to a random page, and I'm just going to ask a question. We're going, I don't, so I don't know the answers. They're all at the back, so it's going to be me and you playing this. And at the end of the five questions that I ask, we'll look up the answers. 
My wrestling like trivia brain is like this is how my brain goes. Like Attitude Era stuff, pretty much got uh, the newer stuff. Pretty much got like the stuff in like the eighties, early nineties is like mm, man. Once I hear it, I know exactly what it is, and then I just feel like a loser. Right. So you're probably going to get a lot of. Mm, I've heard it before. <laughs> so fair warning. All right. All right. Am I going first? Sure. Uh, question one. This is a true or false question. Okay. X-Pac has never participated in the King of the Ring tournament. True or false? Uh, I think that's false. I mean, I feel like it was full of like mid-card guys. I feel like he would have had to... Oh, man, that's tough. Does that include qualifying matches? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, I'm still going to say true. I feel like he had to have been in there. You're going to say true? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with true as well. He, I feel like I feel like he was in it in 99, I want to say. That's what, what I'm thinking. Billy Gunn like won it in, yeah, in 99. See, and I think they had a match. It either, it like either was... came down to, between X-Pac and Billy or Road Dog and Billy. I remember it was like a DX like final. It was right when yeah. Billy turned heel. Yeah, exactly. That's why, yeah. I'm going to say true. All right, we both got true for that one. All right, next question. Another true or false question. Uh, okay. The WWE Championship changed hands at Judgment Day 2001. Okay. Um. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. 2000 was the taker return. Yes. I think so. I think that's right. It was. It's one of my favorite moments ever. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's here. Because I didn't even know it was coming, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, my God. By God, it's the Undertaker. Um, <laughs> that's got to be Kane. That's got to be Kane's brother. <laughs> um, oh, man. So who would have been 01? I'm going to say I'm going to say no. I'm going to say false. Yeah, I'm going to say false too cuz I think that's around the time Stone Cold was champion. Yeah, well I'm trying to think what fucking month goddamn Judgment Day was in. Judgment Day October or something? No, Judgment Day was uh like summer, like couple months really? after mania it may have been the first it may have been the second pay-per-view after mania at the time mm, that would have been so it would have been like backlash and then judgment day yeah i think that's right hmm. okay okay yeah i'm gonna say what i say true or, or i say false false yeah, you said false i say false okay i almost want to say i'm gonna stick with false but i almost want to say true because i feel like the title changed more on like pay-per-views back then than it does now but it, it, it totally did but if memory serves me correctly i don't think austin lost the title until he wrestled kurt angle at SummerSlam. yeah i don't think so either yeah oh, no, go, or uh, unforgiven actually yeah fuck i wish i could remember like the chronology chron did i say that right so Chron- chronology kind of you're close um, enough fucking <laughs> the order of the pay-per-views back in the day damn it um because if yeah, if that's 2001, Angle got a huge push after 9-11 because he's the American hero. 
And he, yeah. WWE capitalized off that shit. Uh, I'm trying to think though, didn't when did Austin retire? Oh one or oh three? Oh three. Okay, never mind then. Well, because he got injured in Survivor Series. They pulled the injury line Survivor Series of two thousand one. Correct. It was right after that. Oh one was the winner take all from the Alliance versus uh, WWE. Hmm, I'm just getting years mixed up. Yeah, and then Austin took his ball and went home that following summer. That bastard. (laughs) That rat bastard. All right, so we both have false. Next question. Oh, this is a fill-in-the-blank question. At fully loaded 1999, The Rock and blank competed in a Falls Count Anywhere blank match. Hmm... A Falls Count Anywhere blank match? Yep. Wait, what were uh, what were the two blanks? The Rock and Blank? The Rock so and they... Blank competed in a Falls Count Anywhere blank match. I think I know this. I think I know this. So do I, but I can't remember if this was like a... Oh my god. I can't... Uh... Or is that just like a Raw episode? Fuck. (laughs) The Rock and... Oh my god, I want to say like Mankind in like a Falls Count Anywhere empty arena match, but I know that's not... That's not it. I don't think it is. Uh, A Falls Count Anywhere something match? Uh, I'm just going to go with the Mankind Empty Arena Falls Count Anywhere thing because I can't think of anything right now. If it's a Falls Count Anywhere no disqualification match, I'm going to be so pissed because, duh, it's a no disqualification match. (laughs) You said Mankind? Yeah, whatever, in the Empty Arena. I, I, I don't fucking know. I know that's wrong, but that's all I can think of. I'm taking a guess here, and if... It's fully loaded in 99. That was the pay-per-view right before SummerSlam, I think, yeah. in I think there was only I think there was only one fully loaded. There's a couple, I think. Is there? I remember, there's, cause I remember the poster of like being a little kid, and I remember walking around Blockbuster, and I couldn't rent the one fully loaded pay-per-view because I think that's when Sable awesome. I think, may have showed her yeah. boobs on it. But the oh, cover yeah. was Triple H doing the suck it sign, and the... WWE logo is like on an enlarged like on like his crotch basically <laughs> and it's like they enlarged like his penis basically on the cover <laughs> <laughs> oh the attitude there was just a different time so uh what's what's your guess uh, my guess is Triple H in a leather strap match I remember there was they had a leather strap match like at they one of the pay per views in '99. I think it was at Fully Loaded. They did. That's a good. It's a good pick. Mm-hmm. It's a good pick. It's a lot. It's a lot better than mine because I'm pretty sure mine was like a fucking Sunday Night Heat episode or some fucking weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, I'm gonna give us an easy one that we both know. Oh God, I hate when you say easy ones. What Hollywood star was part of the 2001 Royal Rumble match? 
Well, I mean, to be fair, the Big Show was in a couple movies. And we need uh, rappers in it too. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> that, I guess you have to give it to you. <laughs> is that is that your answer? You're gonna say someone else? No, I know who it is. Oh, this one's oh, easy. Oh God! Seriously? Uh, wait, at the time they were a Hollywood actor. Yeah. Oh, I thought it meant like legit, like. uh I thought it meant like, obviously, like oh, then became like a. Oh, Fred, this is an old game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, damn it! Now I just threw myself off because I thought the question was legit, like about the rock. Um, two thousand one. Oh my God. Oh, it's so easy. This is gonna win me the fucking game. I feel like. Hold on. And they were in the rumble. Yeah. I'll give you it's a hint. Not, they he eliminates it's himself. Not, it's not. It can't be Drew Carey's bitch ass. I thought it was later than that. Uh. <laughs> Two thousand one. No way. Was he that popular? Yeah. I don't. I. Drew Carey? It's totally Drew Carey. Come on, man. I thought, I thought he was I thought he was in a later one. No, he was in 2001. This is the one where Austin won, where he, uh, Kane like went crazy in that rumble. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the way he was dressed, it was like at least like 05 or 06. He was promoting a stand-up pay-per-view. Oh, man. It's before he was, come on down, price is right. It's kind of, I mean, no offense to Drew Carey, but to... Uh, Call him a big Hollywood guy is a little... Dude, he hosted Whose Lines in any way, and that show was fucking huge. Actually, the Drew Carey show was like... Drew really Carey popular. actually wasn't bad either. That was actually like a really popular show. Yeah. And, Damn. Uh, well, uh, so wait, what was the... How did the question... How was the question stating? Like, for a second, I legit thought like The Rock, because I thought it was like... Which Hollywood star participated in the 2001 Royal Rumble? And mind uh, you, this see. book came out in 2002. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't think about that till like after the fact, where you were like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "I guess not. I don't know." <laughs> you could see why I would have thought The Rock in general. Like, if that was a question today, people would be like, "Oh, The Rock." Oh, hey. Uh, by the way, little shout out here. I have NXT on again from uh, just on my TV. Totally forgot. Jeremy Borash is on NXT last night interviewing Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, from TNA. Jeremy Borash. Oh, I like the guy. He's a cool guy, and he apparently he's like the mastermind behind Matt Hardy's like broken stuff. Oh no, shit! Yep. All right. Last question: Which of the following did Vince McMahon? Which of the following did Vince McMahon not force Trish Stratus to do on March fifth, two thousand one episode of Monday Night Raw? A. Kiss him. B. Take her skirt off. C. Bark like a dog. Or D, take off her blouse. Mm-hmm. Did not force her to do. Yeah. You remember how oh. when he got shit on? They got like fucking shit on for that segment. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the kiss and the bark are legit. Uh, I want to say take the skirt off. Going D. 
Yeah. I'm going to go with A. Which is what? Kiss him? Yeah. Because I remember her barking like a dog, but I remember her being in a thong while she was doing it. Yeah, true. I thought she made I thought he made her, like, like I thought she he made her kiss his ass, though. I don't know. They kiss my ass club. I do remember bark like a dog, though, because I was like, oh, my God. That's so de- <laughs> degrading. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So do you have the answers to these? Yes. So what I didn't realize when I was doing this, though. um, So all these questions are, like, numbered, right? Yeah. So I thought I could just go to the back of the book and look at the numbers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they're numbered one through whatever in different sections, one through whatever. <laughs> oh, it's botch time, botch club. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh... All right. After a brief delay, I found, I figured out how to find the answers here. You know, just got to flip through this a little bit, all right? Well, thank God. I swear to God, Jim. All right. For number, for the first question, we both said true. True. And that was, did X-Pac ever participate in a King of the Ring match? Yes. We are correct. It is true. Okay. But it doesn't say when. I kind of wish it gave us, like... Yeah, what the fuck, Vince? Make a better book. Oh, shit. This book's pretty, like, lazy, like lazily done. And, like, what's kind of funny, I was watching, like, an old... Ever since I figured out that Confidential's back, or they put it on the, uh... Network? Yeah. Um, the fucking, like, just, just the, like, uh, the production value that WWE has now is, like, amazing to me. Uh, duh. <laughs> Alright, next question we had. Did the WWE Championship change hands at Judgment Day 2001? We both said false, and we are correct. That is false. Is that all the information they have on it? Yes. That's annoying as shit. It is, man. Fuck I really want. I really want to. I really want to know who was in it. Right. Yep. I'm gonna say fuck this book. Right. This is the last time I use this book. Uh, next question was: The Rock competed against Blank in a Falls Count Anywhere Blank match, and Jim, you said Mankind in a No Disqualification <laughs> match. Yeah, like Empty Arena match, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> oh my god, beep. <laughs> and I said Triple H in a leather strap match. I am correct, actually. Triple H in oh, a yeah. leather strap match from Foley. Good pick. After you, after you said that, I was like, oh, that sounds a hell of a lot more correct than uh, <laughs> anything I said. Uh, we both. Uh, the next question was, what Hollywood star participated in the 2001 Royal Rumble? And that was Jim Car- or Jim Carrey, Drew Carey. So we are correct. Did there. you say? Did you just say Jim Carrey? I did say Jim Carrey. <laughs> and that was the mask. That was his gimmick. That was his gimmick. I was joking, like Jim Carrey. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ! I can't make <laughs> a joke. Went, that one went right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> This is such a botch. 
What an idiot I am. This is such a botch because of the stupid book. No shit, dude. This book is horrible. Yeah. Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> you have to, like, flip through so much. Why Why can't you just number it in order? Jesus Christ, Vince. Your booking today is better than the books you were putting out back then. No doubt. Well, it's not. Uh, let's, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and finally, the last one. Which of the following did Vince, did Vince McMahon not force Trish Stratus to do on March 5th, 2001 episode of Raw? A, kiss him, B, take off her skirt, D, bark like a dog, or C, bark, bark like a dog, and D, take off her blouse. Jim said, take off her blouse. I said, A, kiss him. And the correct answer is A, kiss him. I win. Good night. Let's get into some wrestling talk. Fuck that book. I'm heated. <laughs> that just botched on you so hard. Good God, man. You think, like, something that's so simple and easy... No, not in Vince McMahon way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to break it up into sections. Ah. That's how you find the answers. Bastards. Tell me how to book a show. They're going to go back from 2002 booking. I'm going to piss them <laughs> off. That's right. I'm going to book a shitty Raw in 2019. And we're not going to elaborate on the answers, damn it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fuck that. No, Xbox, it is true. Xbox did uh, wrestle in King of the Ring. Was it we're not going to tell you against. We're not going to tell you against who, though. No doubt. Here, you know what? I'm going to Google it, just because I'm a good host. Um, X Pack. X Pack <laughs> of the ring. Um, X Pack. And my thing is, um, X Pack. My, <laughs> my thing is X Pack, and my thing is, uh, uh doing the Bronco Buster. He was in two King of the Rings. 1998, okay. he wrestled Owen Hart, and he made it to the semifinals in 99 against the Road Dog and lost the Road Dog. Ah, see, we knew there was some DX connection there. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, take it back. No, he he beat the Road Dog and lost to Billy Gunn in the finals. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was weird. Mm-hmm. That might have been that might have been when he, like, broke off of uh, DX and was, like, with Kane or some shit, maybe. Well... Remember Road Dog and X Pac never really like broke apart from each other. They just X Pac's just like I'm just gonna be with Kane now because he's Kane. <laughs> it made no sense, but like at the same time, it like worked. Yeah, <laughs> like it weirdly oh. worked. Um, did you ever? Uh, the other day, I'm talking about X Pac and the Bronco Buster. <clears throat> did you ever? Uh, tell uh katie katie naked lady that you wanted uh wanted her to do the Rocco buster i forgot actually god you're an idiot i totally forgot about that be a hell of a be a, be a hell of a story it would be i don't even know what we were talking about i just said yeah tell her to do the bronco tell her you oh it was valentine's day oh yeah yeah <laughs> we're just talking about some stupid shit. i go yeah just tell because we were doing the wanted- we were doing the fucking podcast, and I was watching the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and X-Pac did the Bronco Buster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell her you want to do the Bronco Buster tonight. <laughs> that'll, that'll, go, <laughs> that'll go over well. <laughs> well, God damn. speaking of Katie, Katie, Naked Lady, nice little segue here. Uh, she is the brand new Ooh. Offended Predictions champion here on the show as a... Uh, Jim and I had uh, basically all the same picks, but one match. 
Actually, no, we did have all the same picks because I switched. And if you I didn't switched, switch, you got scared. See, I still think there's some. I would say there's still conspiracy to this, but uh, we got our fucking asses kicked. Yeah. In that show, anyway. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you uh, decide to switch your answer because somebody got scared. So then that way, whether we tied, you'd still be the winner. And then you had naked lady pick the other pick the other pick you had. And that way, you know, if she gets the title, it stays in the. Uh, stays in the authority of you two and i just sit here on my throne of poop and <laughs> losers things i can't <laughs> Jesus even christ i can't let's just say it started off kind of good then you just started trailing just started trailing i'm so frustrated over the fact that you guys would screw me over like that but you know <laughs> so, well i should expect it um so i was looking at our predictions and out of the seven matches we got we got four wrong we're under That's, 500 there on that pay-per-view. Dude, um, that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened Maybe in a long all. time. Yeah. But in all honesty, Elimination Chamber, it was a good pay-per-view, man. I had fun with that pay-per-view. So did I. It, it, uh, I said, I know, you know last week we were saying that usually when we say a show's predictable or is going to be predictable, usually we've been pretty right. Yeah. This one threw some, some swerves at us a little mm-hmm. bit that, you know, I thought maybe could happen, but didn't really like, you know, really see it happening at this time of the year. But, uh, yeah, dude, I was, uh, I was pretty intrigued from the get go of the show. I didn't, I wasn't expecting a lot. The card looked good, but yeah, like you said, Pretty fucking good show. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, but like you said, like we thought it was gonna be predictable, and then honestly, it was not that predictable. <laughs> I felt like such a fucking smart market idiot. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> I will ask. I will say this: JCD or was it Tofe? JC or Tofe said in the group that they're doing all these title changes to throw you off to make you think Kofi's gonna win at the end. And I totally think that's what they did. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think me and you even texted too. I think we were like, holy shit. It's like, I think this might be a swerve to like get us to think Kofi's going to win. Yeah. I was like, yeah, true. And it's like, well, fuck, you know, they might, <laughs> if they get you think, if they think that you're going to think like that, where you're like, oh yeah, Kofi's not going to win because they've been doing this all night. And then, but if they were to give Kofi the belt, then you're like, holy shit, we just got mm-hmm. fucking swerved for three hours. No doubt. And well, like- two hours and uh, 32 minutes because it got shortened up. Thank God. And you know what, like, WWE doesn't do anymore that they've done in the past is, like, give somebody the title for, like, a couple weeks and then have him get screwed over, and then you give the other guy, like, what, like, he's still on track to, like, the WrestleMania spot. Like, so we have fucking Fastlane in, like, two weeks or something like that. Stupid. Yeah. And you're telling me Kofi couldn't win that match and then Brian get the title back at Fastlane? Like. Right. Like, they did that with Rock and Mankind. Like. Yeah, they could have easily done that. They don't. I wish they would. I wish they would do that. Honestly, like yeah, it would bring excitement because you'd be like, right now, it's just like okay, like when Brian after Rumble, it's like okay, Brian's obviously going to hold it till Mania. There's never like a change up, and it's like right that makes it more interesting because then it's like oh shit, what actually you know what what could happen? Like it makes you think more. It gives you almost gives you more like creative outlets to go with instead of just like, well, at least we know one of the guaranteed uh, people going in with the title. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just fucking switch it up for once. Yep. Dump, dump shits. I agree. Um, I do you want to talk about a few matches on the show? Uh, 
The fucking cruiserweight title match was insane. Hell of a match. That was fucking incredible. Buddy Murphy, man. What a just... What Shitty, a fucking wrestler. Bad human being uh, for being with Alexa Bliss and me not. Uh, hell of a wrestler. I shouldn't say it's a bad human being. It's just I'm going say Buddy's kind of a man rocket. Don't be don't <laughs> He is a man rocket. I'm pretty sure he's from like Australia too. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, yeah. It's like, I'm Australian and I got the butt yeah. of a fucking juggernaut. Oh, yeah. You think so, mate? With your stupid, silly podcast? You think Alexa's <laughs> ever going to go for you? <laughs> no, Mr. Buddy. She won't. No, Mr. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, yeah. Uh, I'm not your buddy, them. guy. That's my name, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Crikey! Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Let me re- let me try that again. That's my name, asshole. Is that a... crikey? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that match was good. I just want to. I don't want to obviously jump over the match, but uh, I thought it was really cool. You know, Mark Henry was came out like two after that, and he was like, "Yo, give it up for these crew." Like, dude. you know, it's cool that you know. Uh, I mean, Mark Henry's already a good guy, but you know, those big guys coming out and being like, "Hey, dude, check this shit out," because it's. Uh, this it's is good. what kind of like, bothers me. Get off the me. pre-show. Put it on the main show. Yeah, this is what kind of bothers me is that the show ended like 40 minutes early. Yeah. And you're telling me you couldn't put the Cruiserweight match on the main show? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, you do, like how was that even a pre-show when they had, what, one match? Yeah. Yeah, just put that on so, the main show. So we talked about this before. Like, the whole point of a pre-show, at least back in the day, like Sunday Night Heat or like whatever was on before... The whole point of a pre-show is to get you to buy the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. to get you hyped up for it, and that's why you would always see that you would see like the main event guys on Sunday on, night on heat Sunday night heat, yeah, before the pay-per-view. Yep, and it makes a ton of sense because you're like buy the show, buy the fucking pay-per-view. This is what's happening, and now with the network, it's only nine ninety nine, so it's kind of like the pre-show doesn't matter anymore. No, it really doesn't. And you have guys like Neville and Pac, who got... Or Neville and Pac, same person. uh, (laughs) Pac and Austin Aries, who got fucked over in WWE when they were on the pre-show. They didn't put them on the fucking DVD, so they didn't have to pay them royalties for it. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Like you said, it's like they cut... I mean, I was I was glad they that the pay per view didn't run actually a full three hours or four hours or whatever the hell it was. Um, See, I was, but too, at the same I time, it's like I, I almost I got I would have been happy. I would be happy is if they it's like you cut that kind of the pre show stuff down, like the take the match out, put it on the main show, cut the whole like panel thing down to like fucking twenty minutes mm-hmm. instead of like fucking forty five an hour, and then you have like a good then because the pace of the show was pretty good. So it's like, yeah, put that on the main show. Then it's like, yeah, I don't mind watching like a good three-hour pay-per-view when you right. have matches like that. But like, like you said, like the pre-show, like, and all the crowd's not really there yet. It's like, dude, those guys deserve to have like a full crowd watching them. Right. That's just that's just my opinion. I agree with you. That's like for like the three hours. Like I was like, cool, it's over. But then I was like, ah, oh, but they kind of fucked over the cruiserweights a little bit. Like. Yeah, they could have given them five, ten more minutes. Yeah, they could have fucking just put it on the show, or just not had, yeah. or or you fucking squashed Ruby Riot. Maybe make that a fucking match. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are my great... only two complaints about this pay-per-view, are those two things. Yeah, how how dumb was, like, what was the reasoning behind having that a squash match and then giving her, like, the match that should have been on the pay-per-view on Monday Night Raw? Right, right, right. I don't, I don't so... understand that at all. It's like, okay, so you try to make her look weak, and then, I don't know. It just made no sense. Right before we started this, I watched uh, Wrestle Talk on YouTube. Um, they're pretty spot on with like their news stories and stuff. Like, it's sometimes could be dirt sheety. Yeah, but they're pretty fucking. They've been spot on with like what they report, mm-hmm. and they reported uh, some stuff about Raw, and we'll talk about it. I want to talk about it when we get to Raw, but let's just stay on Elimination Chamber real quick. I I, I kind of told myself that just because I don't want to jump all over the place. Okay. I, I notice I do that a lot. I'm like, let's just do that. <laughs> we both we both do that, and then like we start talking, and then it just kind of we just keep. It's we like snowball. We have so much like built up conversation that we don't get through over our text messages during Monday and Tuesday night. Right. That when we get to the pod, it just like it, it's just like it just spews out right. nonstop. But uh, we're just passing it, man. Just yeah, just snowballs. Um. But other than that, like other than like cutting putting the cruiserweights on the pre-show and squashing Ruby, like the pay-per-view was pretty good. And I didn't really care for Strowman Corbin, but the match itself wasn't that bad. I just don't care about this like story anymore. Yeah, I, I really don't either. And uh, then like you had Lashley and McIntyre come out and for no reason that was not for explained no reason. Cause then Raw. the next, cause then the next night on raw, they were nowhere to be found. And, and my thing on it too, like my big thing about that is that Drew McIntyre needs to not be in any type of tag team stable thing anymore. He just needs to be himself and just do Drew McIntyre things and have just one-on-one matches, which I think we saw maybe start to happen on Raw or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's, I don't know, he's just, he's, he's too good. He's got too much of a heel. He's a good, he can be a good singles heel where it's like, you got to start building him up. He's, I think he's, better than fucking Lashley. I think he's going to be better than Strowman. He's just got more like charisma to him. And it's like, you put him in a, you put him in a, the shitty stable with fucking Corbin and, and fucking, uh, Bobby Lashley for no reason whatsoever. Right. Like it makes like he <laughs> McIntyre would have been in uh what was the old, what was the stable a few years ago with like Sheamus and Rusev and Del Rio and, uh, the uh, what the the League of Nations? The League of Nations, yeah. I bet McIntyre would have been in that. Oh, probably. If, <laughs> which is just dumb. He's I just can too actually good. totally. I was actually getting ready to ask him, like, was he a part of that? But no, I almost was, thought so for he, a second. Dude, but uh, yeah, but no, he wasn't in WWE. I don't think at the time no. when that was going on. I think he left already, or he was yeah. part of Three MB still. Yeah, but yeah, that uh, that match. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, all right. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just whatever. cool. Like, I guess. It's to the point now where you just made us. We just don't care about Braun Strowman. Like, yeah, I literally could not give a shit about Braun Strowman right now. Yeah, and I feel like the last like year, year and a half, it's been like we've gone through waves of like, and it's nothing. In my opinion, it's nothing against him. It's just the way they're fucking throwing him on the goddamn show. Because it's like when they got him going something good, it's like okay, yeah, this is awesome. And then they do something stupid like put the money in the bank on him that he doesn't need, and it's like. How, why are how, why are we supposed to like feel for this guy that could just whoop ass any day of the week, right? Like, and he has this thing on him. So yeah, it's I'm with you. Like I, 
I don't give a shit about him, and that kind of sucks because I think he could actually be all right if I don't know. It's and, just they do keep flip flopping him so yeah, much. I I agree with Toph. I didn't at first. I do now. He is Ryback two point oh. Yeah, like it's a guy which I never cared for Ryback number one. Uh but looking back, should he maybe have been world champion? Maybe if he was on SmackDown, maybe. But like, yeah. I don't think he should have been the one to oh. beat Punk or anything like that back in the day. Oh, God, no, no, he wouldn't be able to carry the show. No, and but right back, gotta hand it to him, he was over as fuck at the time. Like that yeah. crowd, I remember. Uh, it was, I think, it was a week or two after Jerry Lawler had a heart attack, and I remember Jim Ross stepped in to like fill in for him, and. That was to me one of the last times we heard Jim Ross like actually sound like Jim Ross in terms of like popping and going crazy. And it's when Ryback nailed Punk with this clothesline and the crowd went ape shit. And Ross like did his like, by God, that's a clothesline. Like it just went crazy. Like, yeah. I, I want to find it now just to get that audio because lo- that's my fa- one of my favorite like last Jim Ross like moments. But um, other than that, so we go to congratulations to Bailey, Sasha Banks on becoming the first ever women's tag team champions. I mean, are they the first ever though? Shut up, dude. Nobody remembers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think of that match? I thought it was good, man. Like it surprised me. I was scared it was gonna be a botch fest, but there were some sequences in there that I was like, God damn, that was good. And Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville proving that they are fucking here to stay and they're future world champions as well. Yeah, them and uh I think Riot Squad looked really good. Yeah, Riot Squad looks good. I think everybody for the most part looked good and like uh like you said, I was expecting a lot of botches, but not because they're bad, just because of lack of I know like half of them had been in the chamber before, but Mm -hmm. that's still not enough experience to, to, you know, just because you've been in one doesn't mean the next one you're just going to be like a pro. And then, and then you throw in the factor of like it being tag team. And then they had, they had 10 people in there at once. Yeah. And they, like you said, they put together some good sequences and actually did, they did fairly well. I don't think they tried to overdo it. I think that helped. There wasn't like a bunch of high spots or, um, Anything that could risk, like, the just botches starting to happen and then you start panicking and all that shit. They, they kept it clean and smooth, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. The only two I didn't care for was uh, Tamina and Nia Jax. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the Iconics, like, they didn't look that great in there, but that was, I think, their best match they've ever wrestled. Yeah, Actually, I agree with that. Uh, on a tag team base, I will say that Peyton Royce had a hell of a match in uh, NXT in that fatal four-way with like Nikki Cross, Asuka, and I forget who the other person was. Or maybe it was just a triple threat. But they, she's had some good matches before. But as a tag team, I think that was their best match. Yeah. And I love that pin combination they had on Naomi. Yeah, that was gnarly. That was fucking gnarly as fuck. I wasn't expecting that. No, not at all. Um... um. I was going to say, though, with them, I think they can get away with, like, just because they're, like, the annoying heels. Like, the fact that if they don't put on, like, the greatest match just adds to how annoying they are and it makes you, like, 
hate them more. Maybe not hate like so much. Like you hate their wrestling, but you're just like, God damn it, they're annoying. So if they were champions, you'd be like, Oh my God, these heels need to lose ASAP. So, right. but they'll get better. I think they love wrestling too much to not get better. Right. Uh, they're hey, entertaining. I think I found the Ryback clothesline moment. Yeah. All right. Here's the audio. Oh my God! What a clothesline! By God, what a clothesline! That was like the last time like we heard like Jr. like get like into it like that though. Yeah, then they probably told him to calm it down. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's Sasha and Bailey winning. Uh, you know what's crazy is that like Corey Graves even got choked up like talking about it at the pay per view, and he he did. Um. And I think like a lot of people don't understand like some fans like they don't understand like they'll make fun of the moment like oh they're crying blah 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 or like I saw a couple people like why does it have to be history I'm like this one is kind of history this one makes sense to call it history this is like yeah it's it's huge because it's not going to be it's going to be around I'm pretty I think for the rest of WWE it's not going to ever be like taken away I don't think this like this type of women's wrestling is here to stay so like it's not it's it's cemented now we're like obviously when i think when it was like the nwa when they were like the women's champion tag champ thing and then whatever happened wwe took it over like you could kind of tell back then they're like yeah yeah this is probably gonna not stick so like yeah it's history and you got to think about sasha and bailey and like how hard they've worked for this and like how much it means to them and even the other women too Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like there's a lot of sentimental value behind it, but if you can't see that, then fucking fuck off somewhere. No doubt. <laughs> it might sound too cruel, but like, dude, like, enjoy it. No shit. It all comes back to just like, dude, just enjoy it, man. Enjoy that cool moment. Like, right. because if you have a daughter down the road and you're wide, like, hey, what was the, well, what's this about? And it's like, oh, I can tell you how awesome this was. Mm-hmm. That's true. And it's just like, you know, we kind of talked about on the podcast last night and how, like, we're, like, we try to stay away from the negativity, at least, it, for the most part. Try to stay yeah. away from the negativity that could be, like, pro wrestling. I know that we'll go on rants every now and then, but it's, like, everybody, this seems like kind of like the wrestling world on social media is constantly negative. Like, more negative than positive. And, it's like it's like they're looking for the negatives. Yeah, and it's like it's just not it's just not healthy. Like it's not healthy at all to constantly be negative. Like like people don't understand that if you're that negative over something like that's happening in wrestling and it's bothering you that much, it's going to affect your personal life too in some way because you're so angry all the time. Like like it's just that's just fucking science. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, literally, that's just science. Like, if you're gonna let something affect you that much, it's gonna affect somebody else, like sitting next to you or around you. Yeah, it's like if you just wake up hating the sun every day, you're just not right. gonna have a good time any day. <laughs> right. And so, like, if you're listening to this and you see that we're overly positive, that's why. Like, we try to make it, um, we try to make it uh, not so negative, and obviously. I'm somebody who kind of battles depression every now and then. So, like, I just don't want to be negative. How about that? Suck my dick yeah. if you don't like well, it. And it's like we don't go out of our way to look for negativity stuff. Like, if we are negative, it's like we're just kind of critiquing. And then we, like, at least I think for the most part we always have, like, something good to try to say. Like, 
people just go out of their way though to look for like negativity right. like in that it's like oh it's like dude seriously like you just can't look at it and be like you know what that is a cool moment maybe right. it's not my favorite moment but hey that's a cool moment for those people and it doesn't help that you have these fucking twitter marks and keyboard warriors who get somewhat notoriety on twitter and uh get somewhat notoriety on twitter and youtube about like them being negative and stuff and you're like you tweet to them, and then they're like, "What well, pick and choose wisely. And I'm like, obviously, I did pick and choose wisely, motherfucker, because you just got us a nice reach. Thank you very much. Not a big deal. I outsmarted you, motherfucker. And you get no response back, so because you know they were like, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he got me. Yep, you just got outsmarted, like, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's like, keep, take your negative shit. Get it out of my face. That's that's one thing I'll pat us on the shoulders for. We'll admit when we're wrong, but when we outsmart you, I'm gonna gloat about it and I'm gonna laugh my ass off about it. Yeah, yep, we don't we don't give a fuck what you think. Nope. And but if you come, <laughs> but if you come at us, we're gonna hit back a little harder. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna take your shit either. No, that's what's like the best thing. That how many times that that's happened to us? Like in the past few months is like somebody will give a shit on like just our take and that's what jcd was praising us on was the fact of like what jcd likes about us is that we will listen to your opinion but we're not going to degrade you as a person like we may disagree with you but we're not going to take personal shots at you however people can't differentiate that at all and when they start getting personal with us they're like all right We'll throw it back to you. And then they're like, why are you going to be such a dick? I'm like, well, fuck you. You came at us first, you dumbass. Like, yeah, we, we never, like, come at anybody. Like, we never really, like, go at anybody's, like, their profiles or shit like that right. until they do. And usually, for some reason, right off the bat, they do. So it makes us look like bad guys. But mm-hmm. it's like it's like you said. It's like you don't uh, – sorry if that's really loud. My dog was hungry. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Christian right now. Uh, <laughs> except he feeds cats like a loser. Um but uh but yeah it's like you know we'll we'll like we'll have a discussion with you like there's plenty of times where like in threads where like people are like hey i agree with that but i'm also like feeling this way and usually i'm like hey i i see that point but like i'm really hoping you know blah blah and it's like you can have a you can have a decent debate but like with wrestling fans most of them you just get like the ones that are just like you fucking loser, dude. Like, yeah, you think your opinion because you got some followers and, like, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's like, hey, bud, it's cool if you didn't like it. You just, like, you, you, can, Re- you can either relax, ignore buddy. it. Like, you can either ignore it or skip your pit. That happened the other day to me. I think I tweeted, like, I was like, man, I just love The Miz. You know, like, I, I like The Miz. And this guy who follows us, like, retweeted me and was like, like, are you serious? And I just go... Yeah, man, I like the Miz. Like, you don't got to get boo boo over it. I'm like, hey, he's been good. He had a great IC run. Like, you know, like I, I that that's just you know, I like him. I, I was like, I get if you don't, but I, I was just like saying I like him, and then he just didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, man, like fuck off. Like, yeah. I, I I like the Miz. A lot of people like Dude. the Miz. A lot of people have said they want to see him have a, a world championship run again one more time. Like, I like I don't like, if you don't like him, that's fine. Just you don't have to be like, are you serious? It's like, yeah, dude, like. I don't know if he was expecting me to reply, but I was like, nah, yeah, man. Like, you don't got to get boo-boo because I like someone you don't. Right. Like, and <laughs> nice little segue into uh, Miz and McMahon versus the Usos. What a match. Uh, what a swerve. Yeah, but, like, just – I was not expecting that match to be, like, that good. Like, that, I, that was a fucking great match. 
I wasn't either. Yeah, it was a it was a really good match, man. Like Shane and Shane and Miz are good together. Shane are, once man. again does not get the credit he deserves for what he can do mm-hmm. uh, in the ring and like selling and stuff, like the storytelling. Like he's he's good right. at that. That's what, I mean. That's what uh, Kurt Angle I think was saying. I think maybe Edge was saying that on the podcast too. He's like these guys. Like I'm, no, uh, actually it was Bubba Dudley. He was saying, like, you know, who's this? Like, this guy, this asshole didn't pay his dues. Like, he ain't shit. And then he said, Bubba was, like, watching him against, like, X-Pac or something. He's like, this guy's actually not that bad. He's like, but then it's, he was still like, who the fuck does this kid think he is? Right. And then he did the bump off uh, and backlash when he fell off the stage. Oh, God, And that yeah. apparently won everybody over backstage. They were like, yeah. all right, this, the, all right, we respect Shane. Like, you respect yeah. Shane. Yeah, he's willing to do anything for the company right now. So Bubba yeah. and Shane apparently traveled together. It was like Bubba, Shane, and Devon, I think, were like a travel team. Oh, really? Which is weird, right? Like, you would Yeah, never, a little bit. Um, there's a story time where Bubba said he was traveling with them, and Shane's like, you want to prank, prank phone call my dad? And but was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> like Shane's like, no, fuck it, we're gonna do it. And they called him, and Shane, like, disguised his voice apparently, and he was like, I'm with Bubba. Bubba, he took Bubba's cell phone and did it. And oh. Shane, <laughs> and, and uh, apparently Vince was like, yes, Bubba, because it was like four in the morning too. Yeah. And apparently, like Vince wasn't happy. Then the at the next TV, Vince was like, my son got you, didn't he? Haha, <laughs> bastard. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it's good stuff. That's good. Um but uh yeah, what a match. Um my favorite I think that match had my favorite tweet of the night, by the way. Uh you tweeted out that there's just a bunch of dorky dads. And <laughs> then we had some retweet. <laughs> I was dying at this retweet. Uh, some guy goes, I'm a dorky dad, so I highly support this team. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that retweet. Yeah, dude, I've always just watched him. It's like, Mace has gotten just a little bit out of shape. You can see he's he's almost starting to get like the... Uh, Katie not- said... Kate, I didn't ever really, uh, realize that Katie's like, Miz is getting kind of a dad bod. I'm like, is Yeah, he? he's getting a dad bod. Dude, I was just like watching them, and then I was just like, they're just like a couple of like amped up dads, like in like their Sunday uh, volleyball league, like <laughs> still ready to go hard and like win it all. And like, it's just, it's just fun to watch. Like, cause that's what they, like they're kind of goofy and like they do that. But like when they're ready to go like in that ring, they can go. And, For sure. you know, maybe uh, obviously Shane, you know, isn't the old Shane, but he's going to give you, they're both going to give you everything they got in that match. They're not going to sell you short on anything. They're going to, they're going to try and at least deliver with some passion. And that's really all, it's really all you want. You know, I'd For rather sure. have that and fail than them. People go out there and look like they don't even care and whatever. But yeah, they're just a couple of dorky dads that, uh, go out there and do crazy stunts for some goddamn reason. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's good. It's entertaining. I'm, I'm kind of sad they lost the titles, but, uh, who knows what happens? Yeah. Well, when we get to SmackDown, we'll hit on that a little more. Um, so let's go to uh, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, the real rush. Uh, that was another solid, solid fun match. Like, yeah. Um, it wasn't anything like overly spectacular, but it mm-hmm. also wasn't like, you know, like a mediocre match or anything. It was good storytelling. And like, yeah. I know you disagree with me, but Bobby Lashley has totally grown on me. 
in the past yeah. couple months. And I think it's kind of thanks to Leo Rush and honestly thanks to Balor. Like, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Like, I'll, I'll agree with that. Leo Rush, which I've said before, is like makes him more entertaining. Uh, and obviously, I think Balor. I'm not going to give any credit to Bobby Lashley himself because I think he's. I'm. St- I still just think he's stale, man. Like I just. I don't. I see it, but I don't see it. I like, like I him, man. Know. You know, that's just like your opinion, man. It's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> to quote the great, the great Big Lebowski. It's so funny. Katie came home the other night, and she was wearing like boots. Like she just got back from like her like silks class that she teaches or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she was. It was snowing outside, so instead of wearing her tennis shoes, she put back on like boots, and she's wearing like this long like jacket, but with like leggings and like little tight shorts over the leggings, and like a t-shirt. I'm just like, you look like a female version of the dude right now. Like, was she was she go to like the fucking call on me music video? <laughs> Shit, dude, dude, <laughs> she legit like you know like how Lebowski wears like that long like it's not like yeah. a jacket, it's kind of like a cardigan. Yeah, that's like, like a what she. Rope thing. Yeah, that's yeah. she looked like she had something on like that with the same design that was on the dude. I'm like, you look like the female version of the dude right now. Like, <laughs> and awesome. she and she legit just goes, well, "That's just like your opinion, man." I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, what a what a, what a great, yeah. She never she never gets any pop culture reference, but she got that one. She's getting better at the pop culture stuff. Well, yeah, because we just berate her if she doesn't. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, were you expecting the uh, title change nope, to Finn? Not at, all. not at all. I wasn't either, man. I was expecting it to happen at like Mania. Yep. Yep. So was I. Uh, not expecting yes. that at all. So does that feud continue to Mania? Uh, I'm kind of want to say yes, only because we still haven't really seen Lashley versus Finn one on one. Okay. If you have more to say, keep going because I'm just. Some just went off in my, my little dome. But I would love to see a triple threat. Okay. With Leo, that works too. Lashley, and Finn. Or, I mean, if you really have to do it this way, I think Finn's better than this, but a ladder match. But I'd rather have the ladder match on the on the United States title at this point. Yeah, so would I. They've done a fucking ladder match for the IC title the last, like, three years, I feel like. Except for last year. What was last year? Triple Threat, Ms. Rollins Balor. Oh yeah, that's right. The best, probably the best match of the night, aside yeah, from maybe was... Charlotte Oscar. Yeah, that was good. Um, so I was thinking, obviously, if you, like, I was kind of agreeing with what you say that they haven't really faced one on one. I think if that's the way you're going to go, you need to build up an angry Lashley just going all out on Finn. Mm-hmm. Not make Finn look like weak or anything, but build up to Finn's going to need to bring out the demon at Mania yep. to beat Lashley. Mm-hmm. And I think you almost get to the point where Lashley turns on Leo, too, and like destroys Leo Rush. Yeah. Like uh, almost close to murdering Leo Rush. <laughs> Yeah, which apparently people want to do backstage. I don't know much about that, though. But, really? uh, yeah, he's got some backstage heat, apparently. Damn it, I like Leo. So do I. I don't, it's probably not. It's probably just because he's, like, the small guy. Like, it's, like, your typical, like, small guy that's even in, like, your friend group. You're just, like, shut the fuck up, Donnie. He's, he's like, had some heat before this, though, too. Like, on the indies, yeah. he's had kind of a not-too-good-of-a-rap. Not too so. if, it's, if it's just because he's kind of, like, 
a little bit of selfish and arrogant and like blah blah blah. It's like you know what, man? Like that was the uh, that was the way of the Attitude Era. Like you had to be a little selfish. You had to be a little arrogant. Like, mm-hmm. That's how you got yourself over and you brought some competition. I get it's different now, and you can still be friends. Like Rock and Austin, maybe they weren't best friends, but they were still friends. It's just they were like, hey, fuck you, jackass. I'm gonna be better than you. Yeah. It's like no. Fuck you! I'm the most electrifying I motherfucker. Everything you, I said in that you, ring, I swear. Yeah, you redneck Dude, piece of shit. Like I'm better than Sean you. Than it was Austin. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was a that was a Sean what? Cold Steve Michaels. There we go. Um, That's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Price check on jackass. Here we go. Got back. Offsides. Uh, I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. <laughs> I'm just a sexy Kurt. Um, I'll make your ankle hurt. <laughs> what a jam. Uh... But uh, the fuck was I even saying before that? Before that just all happened. I don't know. Oh, Leo Rush backstage cheap. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to have a triple threat too in there. Add a little bit of a, uh, and that would even add more to like the demon thing because he's still having to worry about two people. He's got to worry about a Bobby Lashley beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really want to see the demon at Mania. Right. Same here. And like it's been it's been too long. Speaking of uh, that, Shawn Michaels theme song, real quick. Uh, that video of Becky um, talking oh, about Sean just reading off, just basically saying the lyrics. I think that that would be, like, if that was in a movie or a TV show of, like, why a girl explaining why she likes somebody so much and she just starts saying that, and then it just be, it would be fucking hilarious. Like, they say, like, all those things. And then some guy next to it is just like, you know, that's the theme song of Shawn Michaels, right? <laughs> and she's just like what <laughs> she's like i don't know what she's talking about like oh god yeah I, that like <laughs> you sent it to me and i legit was like i can't i didn't think i could be more in love with becky Lynch. you're right. like i know i thought the same thing <laughs> did you see that oh you did see it because i almost sent you the tweet it's like another redhead like dressed up kind of hot and sexy and it's like i sent you that it was no no, no. you no, you no. retweeted it you retweeted it and said Swear to God, I thought this was, like, the caption of the thing was, like, swear to God, I thought this was Becky Lynch. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I thought it was, too. I was like, holy shit. So did I. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm I'm going to have to go to a show and kidnap her. <laughs> Dude, I love That's... how the, we both had the same reaction to that Brandy Rose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Brandy. Yeah, fuck you, Brandy, for being so good-looking, Brandy. God, seriously. I God hate it. I'm just Brandy. like, yeah. God damn it, Brandy. All right, and let's go to uh, let's go to let's fuck it. Let's go to Becky, Charlotte, Rhonda. Uh, Becky, I mean, just murdering people. Yeah, that was kill uh, Bill. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody did, and I liked it a lot. You know, uh, she may have got connected with Rhonda's head. And yeah, it was an unfortunate accident. And people were like, why is Becky not getting hated on on social media? Well, considering that she's never really hurt anybody else in her career, uh, that's why. Like, Yeah, and it's like, okay, for the most part, people get fucking hit. When like they're doing things like that, usually the person like somehow takes like a bad bump, like a scar mm-hmm. like on the arm or a cut or something. It's like, she just happened to get her in the dome a little bit. And, like, to your, uh, what you're saying, it's like how she's never really hurt anybody before. It's like, okay, here's the difference. She hurts someone in a spot that really kind of gets used. Uh, she doesn't hurt people just wrestling like a normal fucking wrestler. Right. Like fucking Miss Nia Jax. So, right. like, 
It's not because we all love Becky. It's like the same thing. People are like, nobody ever says anything about Finn. It's like, because Finn's a really fucking good wrestler. Dude, you know what makes me mad about Nia Jax that I've noticed? When wrestlers do Hurricane Rana's on her, she doesn't let them roll down her. She, like, lets go of them. Yeah. Like, she's dumb. That's like a basic like wrestling one on one move. Like a hurricane rana is something like you learn like instantly because it's such an easy, cool move to do. Like you yeah. literally just jump up, wrap your legs around them, and the other wrestler will do the work for you because they're swinging your body down, and as they're swinging you down, they're holding onto your thighs basically to let you go down to let where you're gonna land on your stomach, and like yeah. kind of throw your knees down. Naya doesn't let the wrestlers do that. Naya grabs them and literally looks like she it looks like she throws them down. Dude, like, it's like what she did works. to uh it's like at uh I is think it, it was Sasha? maybe was it Rumble on Sasha or something or was it like a Raw? It was a do you Raw. Remember it was like it and was it not too to long ago. Yeah, and it was like what in the f-? at first I was like maybe that's what they wanted and then I was like no and then I think you tweeted it and I was like okay, good. I'm glad you just kind of saw that too because i was like that that did not look right she just like it, threw no, her it's, not. it's like and it's like naya, you're not supposed to throw her and it seems like naya is pretty well liked backstage like in terms yeah. of like as a person and again we're not degrading her as a human being we're degrading her as a fucking worker and her working is bad and it's dangerous like yeah and honestly for her like it shouldn't be that dangerous because of how right. with how big she is. It should be. I'm not saying I'm not meaning that as an insult. Yet people out there might get upset, but like her work should be very simple and very. It should be rough but simple. You know, you get what I'm saying. Like, like how the big show in them work. Like it's simple. Like you go out there, you're the big person. You just fucking bam, bam, slam. Were you and with you do me? it safely? Were you with me at a bar when I was going off on Naya and some guy was like sticking up for her and he's like, oh, what do you know? And I'm like, well, considering the fact that I trained in wrestling was almost paralyzed, you know, I know how to do a, these basic moves. I'm like, I don't know. I might know a little bit. And the guy was like, oh, um, all right. Yeah. Good, good, good night to you, sir. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fuck just, off. Like, I'm just going to quit being a mark. No, I probably wasn't with you because I haven't left my fucking house in three months. This was a while ago. This was around like Survivor Series. It was around the Becky botch. Uh, no, because I was still kind of sicker. I was sick around then, too. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it was yeah. just funny because I was just like, he was like, what the fuck do you know? You're just a fan. I'm like, oh, you know, I did a little bit of training here and there for a little bit. I was yeah. paralyzed, but whatever. And the guy's yeah, like, and- he just looked at me. He's like, oh, oh okay. Oh, sorry, sir. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. off. Like- <laughs> and even even if even if you had never trained in wrestling, it's like, uh, I don't know, I've been watching this for a couple of decades, and I've seen the moves a thousand times and how they should be done, and that's not how it should be done. Right. It's it's basically similar to like if if it was just like uh, hey that player uh, if we were like that player has a horrible slap shot they're like how do you know and it's like well because I've seen form on a slap shot and that's not how it's supposed to fucking be done like doesn't matter if I played in the pros or not you see it enough you know how fucking good it is mm-hmm. you watch Eddie Guerrero do a fucking hurricanrana you know how a hurricanrana should be fucking done right dumb no marks get your ass out of here get the f out. Get the fuck out of here, mate. Um, what one of those t-shirts? And lastly, for Elimination Chamber, uh, the Elimination Chamber match, which honestly, um, I still think the first Chamber match might be my favorite Chamber. 
just with Sean winning, just that whole story was just awesome. Oh, God, And yeah. knowing that Triple H was wrestling the whole time injured off of the five-star frog splash from Van Damme in that match. Yeah. Like, Triple H, like, could have died in that match. Like, Yeah, he's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, like, he was, like, could barely breathe. I forget. Van Damme's knee came across his throat, I think it was, and it punctured something. Yeah, I think it, like, fucked up his, uh, what is that, like, a trachea or some something, shit like that. And, like, he wrestled the rest of the match and was in the hospital for, like, the next, like, three days. <laughs> and then he came back to TV the next week. Yep. He is the game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, that, 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 one's my, that one's definitely my favorite, I think, because of the Sean factors. I didn't expect Sean to win. I was expecting Sean to win that one. Well, that's because you're a fucking Mark. I am a Mark. But... That pop. You, pro- that's you probably my... wrote the dirt sheet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's one of my favorite pops ever. Oh yeah. That the fucking like the speakers were cracking. Yeah. When it was so loud. Sean wins. Yeah. I think I didn't expect him to win because his hairstyle threw me off. I was like, he can't win with that hairstyle. It kind of had like the mom bob. Yeah. <laughs> going. And I was like, no way, man. Come on. What I thought was funny is that uh, fucking his trunks weren't finished in time. Yeah, that's right. Because people are like, why are you wearing like half trunks? He's like, well, they were supposed to be done on Friday, and they weren't. And I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this chamber but that's match. Show, that's think, showbiz, baby. That, but that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> hey, that's showbiz. Praise the Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, this chamber, I think it's a close second, though. Uh, and that's thanks to Kofi. Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Like, yeah. And once again, man, Daniel Bryan is he's making stars. Like like I don't think people are giving Bryan enough credit for what he's done lately with Mustafa Ali, fucking Rowan being relevant again. Uh Kofi now is like people want him to be a world champion. Like Bryan is literally making these wrestlers like somebody like yeah and that's saying and i'm not saying that they weren't somebody already but he's taking them to another level with them well because we haven't had that like heel you hate in a while that can help get a baby face over right you know it's like nothing against we're not saying other guys don't care about getting other people over but like we haven't had that heel where a baby face has someone to actually work with like i hate i hate vegans I don't say I hate him, but like I, I don't the kind that he's beat. I fucking really hate. I fucking where really just like, hate, man. It's what I'm where they're just knows. where they're like, fuck you for eating the a burger. Like, man, fuck you. I'm gonna eat this burger like a regular person. You know, like, like so you like, hate him. Just eating it and just staring at Brian. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why it's so good because it's like you want to see him get like you want to see people get under his skin and like mm-hmm. you know overcome him. It's like, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Uh, you might have trouble convincing. Uh, our good pal Steve Bowman different because he <laughs> hates Daniel Bryan with a passion. Really? <laughs> oh my god, dude! He's just like the stupid little guy walks out with his wood belt and his fucking talk about plants and shit all the time and the earth. Like, get out of here! Did he man. say? Did care. he say wooden belt? <laughs> yeah, it's a hemp belt, Steve, and you should like that. <laughs> yeah, Bowman doesn't. Bowman, but we know how passionate Bowman is. Uh, but yeah, man, well, Bowman, you're 100%... Bowman's kind of like the Twitter marks. Eh? <laughs> he is, but it's entertaining because he just gets so like 
He does. He yeah, won't ne- no, oh, no! <laughs> he he won't, like, necessarily come at you or, like, degrade you. He'll just be like, no, man! Oh, that's man. not true. Like, that's not true. Okay, that's maybe, not fucking true. <laughs> maybe, he com- maybe he comes at your ass a little bit. But, oh, uh, dude, he comes at me all the time. Like, why? I have a difference of opinion, especially over, like, superhero movies. He comes at me. I'm like, I just have a difference of opinion than you, man. Jesus, sorry, Logan's not my favorite superhero movie, Steve. <laughs> He's just so passionate. Sorry, I like the Dark Knight better, Steve. He just gets so he's just like he's like a kid that doesn't understand. Like he just keeps asking why. You yeah. know, or he's just like, why? Like yeah. why? Why do you not think like this? Why? Right. I and don't then, get I don't get why. <laughs> it's like ah. Dude, there was like he, he'll text me every now and then and be like, Why don't they just fucking lay in the middle of the ring for the rumble? And I'm just like because they get fucking hurt, man. You're not giving any other wrestlers room. They have to roll to the side of the ring. It's all about cardio. He's like, no, that's just dumb. I go, Steve, you go take three bumps in the ring and let's see what you do. Like, <laughs> What's sad, Bowman Cody, even though he smokes 37 cigarettes a day. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, hey, Todd, yes. take this. You'll be right next to me by the yeah. star. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bowman. Back to your point, though. Well, yeah, you're very right that I don't think I don't think Mustafa Ali would be um, as over he is now with uh, if it wasn't for you know like Daniel Bryan, like you said. Yeah, no. Like, and so it's and, he's doing he's doing some good and annoying me at the same time. Mm-hmm. Not to give that uh, that audience some props in that match, man. They were fucking into it. And those reactions are some of the best reactions I think I've ever seen in a wrestling match. Honestly, Uh, I usually normally hate when like they cut away to the crowd during a match, but I was loving it in this match. Like, yeah, absolutely loving it in this match. And then when Brian wins at the end, how silent the crowd gets. It just like it sucked the life out of you. They sucked the life out of me here. They weren't angry. They were just sad. Like they just looked sad. It wasn't like when the Undertaker lost, people were fucking angry and just confused. When yeah. Kofi lost, you're just like, oh, yeah. You were just like, what? Yeah. No. It, it was like, you're like, but you were so close. It was like watching uh, Rocky. Yeah, or like watch. Like I think I tweeted. It's like watching Game Seven of a your favorite team in overtime, and it's like that puck just trickles mm-hmm. in and like a on a shot after you just like after you just had the puck in their zone for. What's, for five minutes and you're just like no what like, sports really? movie is it where they like they make it and then they lose at the very end um is it coach carter it, ha- it happens in uh the movie little big league <laughs> i don't know if you remember that it really does it's a baseball movie about the kid that takes over as a manager for the twins and they've you put that's probably not what you're thinking of but that's what i'm thinking of um, I don't know. Which one do they? Man, I'm drawing a blank, but I just remember that there's a movie. I think there's a sports movie where, like, they make it all the way to the end and they lose. And then, but the whole movie's about keep your head up, man. Keep making it this far. You could do anything. Mm. You should be proud of that. You made it. Um, Lucky the Irish? I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you're right, though. That is kind of what it, that is exactly. What it's it the uh, Russian version of Miracle. That's what it is. <laughs> they still don't believe they lost. No, not at all. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was undefeated. It was uh, 
Dude, they legit, like, some of the Russians have said, they're like, no, the USA didn't beat us. We just, we kind of beat ourselves. We we didn't. Yeah, I know. We didn't. We weren't prepared. Like it's like, no, you lost to us, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Damn Jack, it. Jackass. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was just like, it was so deflating. It's like the best word, I think, to use is you were just like, oh my God, no. Because I have not been that invested in a match in a long time. Right, right, right. And like, I remember I was sitting there and like, I was, I was, uh, I remember I was laying on my back and I think Kofi pinned. Who did Kofi pin last to make it come down to him and Daniel? Orton. That's right, Orton. I was laying there and I was like, oh my God, no. And then like he pinned him and I legit like sprung up like onto my knees and like was like, mm-hmm. yes, let's go, let's go. Like I was like, I just got so lost in the fucking moment. Like I didn't even think right. twice about, you know. Kofi pinned maybe... Orton's revenge from nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it was just like, God, dude. Like, that's what – and we tweeted about it, and we could go on for hours about how you want to feel with wrestling. But, dude, like, I just – like, I fell in love with wrestling all over again after right. that match. Right, Kofi, that whole match was, like, the main reason why we love professional wrestling so much. It was the reason, yeah, like, dude. it brings you out of that element – for like a split second, you forget that wrestling's fake for like that split second. And you forget that this is scripted and all this other shit. You forget it's a TV show. And that's what's so good about some movies and TV shows that we love. Like they make you forget that you're watching a TV show or a movie because you get so invested in it. And yeah, man. Kofi, like that sound corny or cheesy, but Kofi totally won our hearts over that night. Like for sure. Like, yeah. And he's had it for, you know, he's always had our hearts for a while. You know, it's like, you know, everybody's loved Kofi, but it was like, man, just that all the sentimental stuff that went into it, how long he's been around and how hard he's worked and Mm -hmm. how he got screwed out of the the one chamber match when Edge took his spot, which Edge uh, said on his podcast, he's like, I would felt so bad taking his spot. And then he goes, but I mean, are you not going to fucking take the spot to make history? You know, yeah. like, but he was like, everybody was kind of like, damn, you know, they felt like everybody's felt for Kofi and he's just kept working. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're just watching that guy and you're like, get you know, that chance. And you're just and wrestling fans are going to be pissy and they might get pissed when I say this, but at Fastlane, we're getting Brian versus Kofi for the title. That to me, that means we ain't seeing Kofi versus Brian at mania. Um, yes. As much as I want it to happen, I just don't see it happening anymore. No, unless unless an audible gets called, which rarely happens. But uh, I think I think it'll depend on the match and the crowd reaction. Mm -hmm. It could maybe change something. But (laughs) I agree with you. Um, I fully expect Brian to retain the title going in the mania. And however, I honestly think Kofi might be a world champion by the end of the year. And maybe a fucking money in the bank winner. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because I know we were predicting like you know Big E could win the money in the bank. He could, uh, he could kind of spread his wings and fly mm-hmm. on his own. But uh, I, I can just see Kofi, man. I can see Kofi yeah. really becoming a world champion this year. Yeah, so could I. That's it. If they don't, if they, it, yes, it'd be like the coolest fucking thing in the world if they do it at Mania. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, honestly, I. I think they should because you have something right now, fresh, new, right under your nose that it's like, oh, man. Yeah, like you want WrestleMania moments. You want something huge. Like this is this is something you run with. Uh, but we all know probably 
won't happen. Uh, uh, but it could happen after. Like I said, it's it's, just, it's planting seeds. Also, yeah. you got to think about that. You know, there's plenty of you know. He's it's Kofi Kingston's not going anywhere anytime soon. The rumor for Brian's opponent now changed uh, this past week, and I like it a lot. But I want Kofi in the fucking match. <laughs> Is it KO? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. I wasn't even thinking that, too. Um, I'm totally okay with that, because we're going to get a face of uh, Kevin Owens that we haven't seen. So, Yeah, and uh, I don't know who said it. Maybe it was maybe it was, uh, it was Bubba Ray. But he was like, Kevin Owens would be... I don't think it was Bubba Ray. Maybe it was Bowman. Well, I don't know. I don't know. No, it was somebody, it was somebody cooler than Bowman. Uh, <laughs> that basically was like... With Kevin Owens, you kind of get, like, your common man. Yeah. You know, with, like, and Daniel Bryan, you know, he's the vegan guy and the big earth guy. Where, like, Kevin Owens is like, I, yeah, I occasionally might throw a piece of trash out my car window. And uh, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat this $4 cheeseburger. and I'm going uh, to throw a gutter ball. Yeah, I'm going to throw a gutter ball. You know, he's kind of like the common guy that you can relate to where he's like. I need bumpers. He's gonna, He's going to walk into the ring while Daniel Bryan's cutting a promo and he's going to have like a greasy, sloppy cheeseburger just running mm-hmm. down his face. And it's like, and people are going to get behind that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm with both stories, but kind of like you said, it's like, I really want that Kofi moment, man. Like yeah. what, like we got the Rollins, uh, match with, uh, the, 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 I forget his name. Cause he's always never around. Lesnar. Well, yeah, with Bork, uh, which is going to be a huge match. You got the Ronda match, uh, which is going to be huge. And it was kind of like, man, what else are they going to, could they fill the card with? And it's like, if you get that Kofi match, dude, like that match might be the best match to watch over those two matches. Yep. What's like, who would think that? Dude, I just hope uh, the way this mania is shaping up to be, we're in store, I think, for some big pops. And what sucks, though, is that it's outside of New York and it's been cold as fuck lately. <laughs> I was just talking to Bowman about that. And, like, the last time they were in New York, it was kind of cold, and the crowd was kind of like, yay, WrestleMania, but I'm freezing my ass off right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they I had to like... sit out there for, like, five hours. Like, six hours, actually. WrestleMania is, like, six hours long. Yeah. I was talking to Steve about that. I was like, I was like, is MetLife retractable? I don't, I'm like, I, no. it's not. I know for a fact it's not, but I was like, maybe it is. I don't know. Cause I'm like, dude, it could, <laughs> sometimes it snows here in April. Right. Like it could easily snow there. And it's like, what's Vince going to do? Be like, well, send him out there. And then people are slipping around and he's all up pissed off. And it's like, well, you know, you're doing an open stadium mm-hmm. in early April well, in is, New York. It, it is 51 degrees there right now. So yeah, anything, anything can happen. Anything but, can, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm with you though. There's the amount of pops that could happen. Oh man, we're in store this for might... a few, dude. I think so. Like Especially I'm excited that... about Mania. If that crowd doesn't lose their mind for Rollins, you know oh, he's yeah. going to win the title. He has to. He's got. He's got to. He has to. He has. But see, this is what I like. Like the way you're saying he has to is like us being like, there's no like we kind of believe that it could not happen. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it's like, I don't, but it's I just like, don't trust Vince right now. I don't. Yeah, trust it's him. like I don't either. But which is like I like. That's why I like. I'm so I'm kind of trying to stay off the old internet. Like I'm just <laughs> I'm going with it, man. Cause it's just like I don't I don't want to know. It's like I, I like this feeling of just being like 
he has to, right? Like, mm-hmm. come on, guys. Like, this has to happen. And then I'm watching the match. So I'm going to be like, it's not going to happen. And then it happens. It's not going to happen. Fucking, and then I pop like a goddamn mark. And that's mm-hmm. what I want. I want to be a mark on Mania. Mark a Mania. Dude, that's if, me. If the plan is true for the way that Rollins could potentially win the title at Mania, I'm all for it, baby. All for it. So- just, just give him it. Give us, give it back. Give it back to us, and then you can have Bobby Lashley fight Brock Lesnar or something. Do, you know do that. what it is. You know what I told you, right? The plan. Mm, no, I don't think so. No, I think I told you to fuck off. Okay. I'm pretty sure you're like, do you want another plan? I'm pretty sure I said, fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here, you loser. Fuck off, mate. Yeah, fuck, fuck off, buddy. <laughs> Not I'm not your guy. buddy guy. That's my fucking name. It's my fucking name, mate, you kangaroo jack. Kangaroo fuck Hugh Jackman you, look like motherfucker. You you kangafuckaroo. Uh, yeah, Nick Aldis, you Hugh Jackman sounding looking motherfucker. Fuck you. Oh man. Alright, let's go to Raw. We spent a while <laughs> on Elimination Chamber. Let's go to Raw. It is. And it's, Raw's gonna be a quick. Um because Raw if you're very careful. It was basically like being in a library. You could read a book. Yeah. So quiet. Yeah. Are we supposed to? Are we supposed to react to the matches? I, I, I don't know. Maybe the announcer should have been like golf announcers like this, and been like, "Oh, look, here comes Ricochet, and there's Ooh. the uh, oh, he did the springboard move where he lands like a superhero, superhero landing. Oh, oh, very nice approach. Very nice approach. Uh, here comes he should lead in. Should lead him into a very good move coming up. Yep. Oh, oh, yep. Here's a flip, flip, flip. Yep. Up. Yep. Bobby Lashley's big. Yep. Oh, just took a drop kick from Finn. (laughs) And there's the uh, one, two, three. It's in the hole. Okay. Yeah. They win the match. Okay. All right. But no, like, goddamn. Like, we were making fun of people on Twitter for, like, bitching about the crowd just because, yeah, we get it. The crowd's dead. Move on. It was an hour and a half into the show. And that's all you were seeing on Twitter was like this fucking crowd, this fucking crowd. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it was it was dead from the get go, and like yeah, it was. when people when people aren't getting hyped behind a hype Triple H promo, and some people were, it's like all right, this crowd obviously like I don't know, maybe there's something in the water down there tonight. But uh, New Orleans was better the next night. They were popping. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they were. But you can. It's just like okay, you could tell from the get go it was going to be like a rough show, and it's like I don't. I don't know. Like, how do you blame? Like, I mean, I. What made me mad is people are like, I mean, after a pay per view like that, you're gonna put a show in, in this place, and it's like, okay, honestly, do you know how many people bitch about pay per views every time we have right. one, and how much they suck? Like, right. You can't like you. It's and then, like they they'll never they're never happy. And they go to Lafayette a lot, so it's not like they've never been here to like this yeah. like, arena. Like people are like, why did they come here? But like, I've been to Lafayette before. Um. And that's where I was like fucking reined in with shout out Kristen who's at Wildcat, uh training at Wildcat Sports right now, becoming a wrestler. Nice, so, nice. Um Yeah, but we got reined in because I was visiting her and like that's a small fucking town. Like it's legit like three streets. Like it's small, man. Yeah. Like you're not gonna expect like a big hype crowd. I kind of understand the why go there after a pay-per-view, but sometimes, like, where you go to the pay-per-view, like, you don't have a choice. Like, that's yeah, the closest, really like, next arena. Like, yeah. 
And like, I know they're like, well, why don't you just go to the smoothie center? Like in new Orleans. I'm like, well, SmackDown got that the next time. You're not going to do a double show. Like right. that takes away from like the special of like going there for four nights in a row for like an NXT show and like stuff like that. Yeah. Unless it's, it's like, like Chicago, then yeah, maybe go back to back, but like, yeah, it's not Chicago. Like, right. It's just not going to happen. Right. And, uh, yeah, the crowd was dead. Um, you knew the crowd when I was like, oh, I did that when yeah. Ricochet did the springboard, like superhero landing and the crowd did not react. And I was like, yeah. Oh, like how are you not reacting? Like, I did the same thing too. I was like, even if like I'd never watched anything, I'd be like, if you if I hadn't watched NXT, I'd be like, oh wow, what, what was that, dude? And these that, fucking that was cool. These fucking marks, man. And on Twitter, they're like, well, this is what happens when you debut wrestlers. People just don't watch NXT, man. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. They're not even popping for Triple H. Like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, they were popping for Triple H. I was popping for Triple H. Hell, yeah. I put a fucking tweet they, out that I was ready to run through a brick wall they, because he was just talking about stuff. They didn't pop for like Braun. They didn't pop for fucking uh, Finn. They didn't pop for uh ronda like these are mainstays here on raw and they're not reacting to anybody so how the fuck can you people actually say that like that's is why like you don't this is why nxt is not as big as people think it is get the fuck out of here yeah and you can't take a sample size of fifteen thousand people compared to the fucking global brand it is and be like see nobody watches nxt it's like get the fuck out of here oh shit that's one crowd that decided to shit the bed and kind of like, yeah, you kind of tweet and we were in talking like, yeah, the crowd sucked, but like that didn't mean the matches were bad. Right. And like, I get like, I do get where it's like, yeah, but wouldn't you want them to debut in like a town where they're going to get that huge reception? It's like, okay, honestly though, like they get huge receptions wherever they usually they are. It's like, mm-hmm. look at the takeovers, look at the, uh, even just, I know the NXT shows is a, is a smaller sample size of a crowd, but like, it- it look look at the take way. look at the takeovers, man. It's like they you get yeah. people from all over and they fucking they get big reactions. It was just it was a shitty It, it, it was it, weird. It was a weird way to debut those four guys. Especially how yeah. big those four guys are too. Right. I also I'm the guy that I'm also like, ah, I wish they wouldn't tweet out that they're gonna be debuting. I get why. Dude, okay. I do, but I'm also I'm 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 on both sides, but I'm the guy that's like, man, I kinda wanna be watching to be like, oh I agree. I hate when they spoil their own show. I hate that. I get it because you're like you want to tune in. Um I haven't have you looked at the raw ratings at all? I'm wondering if they were up. Yeah, if they were I get if they weren't up by a lot though, it's like mm. but here's my thing is it's like if they if they don't tweet out that they're debuting and then people are like ah, i'm kind of flipping in and out of raw this week uh-huh. and they and they and they miss like a ricochet on raw look at this shit oh so nobody watches so here you go here's this is why they spoil their own show jim uh and people in these fucking marks on twitter want to say that nobody watches nxt raw had the highest ratings since september 3rd of 2018 fair enough yeah those NXT guys got you to tune in, whether people want to admit it or not. They tuned yeah. in for those NXT guys. Yeah, which it it, it works. I yeah. See now, it's like you got to think deeper because it's like if, and my what I was gonna say is like, if they don't tell you that they're gonna be on TV and then like you miss out on it, you're gonna want to tune in next week because you're like, what, what's going on? But if they don't plan on continuing them on the shows, which I don't. I don't think they're going to, maybe. I, I don't see it happening going into Mania. Uh, 
But if they're not going to continue him on the week, then like the net, the following week, then yes, I could see promoting him for like that mm-hmm. one time thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it's like I oh, like I just want that element of surprise. We were just like like I'm sitting there. And then all of a sudden, I hear Ricochet's music. I was just about to and, say, it, how awesome would it have been if Finn's getting beat up and they don't announce anything, and all of a sudden you hear one and only, and Ricochet yeah. comes running out. You're like, holy shit. Dude, I popped when I heard his music fucking Monday anyway when uh, when he came out. like, I, And I knew he was coming out. I popped still. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That's, I love this. This sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that would explain why the ratings are up. Those guys are fucking awesome. So people are like, nobody matches NXT. Like, shut up. You're the same people that probably, like, two months ago were like, NXT is the best thing they got. Right. And then, like, um, man, I don't know. Uh, You're right over there? Yeah. No, I'm just reading. Do, do, do I'm lo- just reading into this. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, like, I was like, am I losing you? No, I'm just, I was reading about the ratings and how. The first hour broke three million for the first time since last August, which was after Mania, yes. or not Mania, uh, SummerSlam, and that was after like the big like everything that happened at SummerSlam. Hmm. Here's my thing: When are we going to have the big Vince Vince guys versus Triple H guys battle? Right. Uh, yeah, that should be now. But here's the thing: I was going to bring up that I brought up earlier. That's what I was trying to think about. I was like, I had something. What was it? It slipped my mind. It came back to me. So earlier, I said that I was watching Wrestle Talk, and there was some like news regarding Raw this past week. Vince wanted a big shakeup this past week because he said Raw is stale. Apparently, backstage, and he said he Vince full, apparently firmly believes that none of these guys on the roster are like going to be superstars aside from like a few. And I think he can easily pinpoint which few he's talking about. <laughs> I don't think that's that hard because I actually think he's right on that. Yeah. So that's why they said bring up the NXT guys. Here's the thing that's mm. kind of fucky, and this is what was reported on. Triple H and Vince got into it backstage apparently because Triple H was unaware of the NXT call-ups. Yeah, I heard that. That's kind of fucked up, man. It is. Because Triple H is like, we, you're fucking up years worth of little tiny storytelling stuff that I'm doing on NXT. Like, you're ruining... It's going to ruin my show. Yeah. Uh, I agree with him, man. Because, like, honestly, if I was thinking, you know, they bring him up, they put him in spots where, like, you'd get, like... You'd have Finn Balor versus Ricochet, like, plant seeds. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how Triple H would want to do it. Like, oh, plant seeds yeah. for the plant seeds for the future not like have to like have them be all buddy buddy it's like plant plant some future seeds like i was almost hoping Ciampa would have been in like a singles match against uh fuck i don't know i can't think of anyone right now but like just something like plant seeds for the future and mm-hmm. i think that's probably what triple h was made it's probably vince is probably like oh we're gonna bring them up and they're gonna uh i don't know uh, i just book it you write it it's right like, what no get the fuck out of here those are my guys don't try to steal my fucking good luck charms that I got going on right now, Vinnie Mac. Dumb son of a bitch. You're stale. Yeah. Um, other than, yeah, I just, goddamn, man. Like, I just kind of, like, blows my mind. How are you going to say, how are you not going to inform Triple H, like, hey, we're using your guys? Like. Yeah. We're using your top guys. Like, the four top guys, aside yeah. from Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, And Adam yeah. Cole. Like. Right. 
Like, yeah. Jesus. How do you not communicate? I saw that. It's like, how do you not communicate with him? I think he's jealous, clearly. Yeah. Um, he's jealous. Um, is there anything else good on Raw? That's what I was just going to say. Aside, that tag team match with Balor and Ricochet versus Lashley and Rush was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was and cool. It sucks that the crowd was kind of dead during it. The crowd did pop at the end, though. Like during that last sequence, the crowd did pop at that last sequence, and that's yeah, what they, a good that's what a good wrestling match does, man. Yeah, you, you can, you can yeah, bring up a over. dead crowd easily if your match is yeah. like fucking amazing, and it was. Yeah. Um, I don't. God damn, man, this is like driving me nuts because they I like DIY versus Revival was decent, and then it yeah, was like it after that match though. Um, nothing mattered. No, nothing mattered on Raw after that. Like, and that's what kind of drove me nuts. And Alistair Black against Elias. Like, man, it sucks. I hate saying this, but it's kind of like, man, I'm kind of like don't care about Elias anymore. Like, yeah, well, they haven't done anything with him. It's right. like he's done. He's been doing the same shit for the past year now. It's yeah, like, dude, and I think I think I said it last week on the podcast. I'm like, I think it's gonna get to a point where it's like almost it's too little, too late when it comes to Elias. Like, people are gonna be maybe over the whole song gimmick thing every week, mm-hmm. and well, it's like it's gonna it's be like Strowman. It's the same yeah, thing exactly. over and over. Yeah. It's like you didn't capitalize when it was big when like that's what you're supposed to do. Right. It's like did did Vince forget how the book wrestlers like you go back to like John Cena when he was getting over. They pushed him in a new direction and they kind of evolved his character a little bit. Yeah. Elias Elias's character hasn't evolved. It went backwards. Yeah, and his storylines haven't evolved. Right. Like, they haven't he's just been the same thing. When his character started to evolve, they turned him back into a heel? Yeah, that made like, a lot of sense. That makes no sense. Yeah, for Jeff Jarrett for two weeks, like what? And then uh, Ronda versus Ruby gets like the match we should have had at Elimination Chamber. Oh, and I'm gonna shout out to this fucking Mark that tweeted at us on Monday next. This pissed me. This actually like got under my skin. I'm like, you little fucking turd. Like, like fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Like, I said. Maybe this match should have happened last night instead of tonight. And then they're like, oh, so squash Ruby tonight? I'm like, no, just no squash at all, you fucking dumbass. Like, yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> Chad. Fuck you, Chad. Yeah, I hope and you maybe, do listen to the show, Chad, because honestly, you follow us and I can't stand you. You drive and me And maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, after a hell of a match on a pay per view, that Ronda maybe is pissed off that. Ruby almost got the better of her. She comes out and just beats the fuck out of her because it's Ronda Rousey and squashes her. Yeah, that'd make a lot more sense. Right. If they were if they wanted to squash her, but right. it's like, why why did you squash her? Oh, also right. shout out uh Makes I don't no really go back on Elimination Chamber, but shout out Ronda Rousey's fucking uh Sonya Blade outfit. No shit, that, that was, was dope. Oh boy, she looked good and that was mm-hmm. fucking a dope outfit. It was um, a dope outfit. Yeah, she wasn't overly yeah. like make she didn't have like, No, it she was badass, man. She, she came awesome. out and I didn't notice it at first, and I was like, man, what is what is this? This is tight. This mm-hmm. looks like she looks. I don't like this. She scares me. She, she's gonna beat me mystery. up. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Raw was kind of the Sa- the Sasha Bailey segment was kind of like I was it expecting was lame, man. I was expecting more. And then Naya running down. It, it was just cringe. Like when Naya came to the ring, like I cringed at that part. I'm like, oh. So did I. And it's just that thing which just sticks your tongue out like, ah, well, you guys are sick of me. It's like, oh, God, I just want to, like, I'd fight you. God, 
I don't, I don't believe it in women, but I would fight you. Um, I do uh, want to say, Toph had the comment of the night on Sunday night when, because he was mad that Ronda was Sonya Blade. <laughs> and he's like, when Becky smoked her in the face with the crush, he goes, that's what you get for dressing up like Sonya Blade, flawless victory, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. It's good, but um, um, yeah, but yeah, nothing the, else the happened. Sasha, the Sasha Bailey thing. It's like, how would you like? If I was, I'm going to give them like a celebration type segment, you know, like yeah. uh, not like a not like a this is your life thing or anything, but you know, like two awesome baby face bubbly kind of characters like celebrating with. Granted, that crowd was shit, so who knows if it would have worked, well, but... The, like, the promo that they cut, they did right after the match at Chamber. Like, it's, Yeah, I didn't... They kind of... And I get, like, probably the emotions and stuff, but, like, it... I don't know if they had a promo written for them or not or what, but it was just very... I didn't I didn't like it. I was right. just kind of like, this isn't what I was... No, yeah, I didn't like it at all. And why did we do Braun and Corbin again? And with no McIntyre or... Bobby Lashley. Yeah, like why did that I could explain? Why the squash match? Why did the real match happen on Raw and not a chamber between Ronda and Ruby? Um, and it's just nothing happened. Nothing mattered on Raw. And like no, we saw those sense. NXT guys, it was cool, but it didn't matter. No, dude, see what I would have done? I really wanted Aleister Black versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that would have been dope, but you can't have the NXT guy lose. Uh, that uh, that's true. Well, you could have fucking you could have McIntyre lose. And honestly, my favorite part of the whole show was the way Dean Ambrose looked at Seth. <laughs> yeah, where, where where were you out there? What? <laughs> yeah, that was great. When he's just like, "Where were you?" <laughs> I love it, man. Like, I think it's just Dean being Dean, kind of like yeah, because he doesn't uh, was, he doesn't give a fuck right now. No, it's fucking, it's great. It's like, why was this just not happening? Mm-hmm. Like, just keeping him simple. Just letting him be, like, just the like a weird kind of fucking guy. Because that's just like, what are you talking about, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just, what does he say before he leaves? He just goes, eh. Then he just walks away. Yeah, he just goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's it. Great. I love it. But, yeah, yeah, there's some good things about it. Like I said, we, uh. The matches were good, so like you can't like yeah. The crowd wasn't the best, but like hey, it was a good match. Like yeah, and um, uh, yeah, man, just uh, nothing mattered. And the Raw, it's a three-hour show. It feels like a fucking chore. And I do think if it was two hours, I think Raw would be very enjoyable again. But that's just yeah, me. or even like two and a half would be fine. Yeah, I mean something, man. Something needs to happen. Yeah. Like also, we're on the road. This did not feel like we're on the. This does not feel like we're on the road to WrestleMania. That's all I gotta say. No, uh, Raw did not. SmackDown did. I think. Yeah. I think we. Had, I think we had the Becky effect Monday night. Yeah. It's kind of like. Eh, where's Be- It's like where's Beck? Well, that too. Where's Becky? How are you not going to show Becky at all on both shows? Yeah, it's like she got somewhat arrested. I'll tell you what I would have done with Becky on uh, at Elimination Chamber. I wouldn't have had her get arrested and be like the Austin route. I'd have her be able to get away from security every time. Like she's able to just kind of weasel her way away from it mm-hmm. and be like, haha, you're not going to ever catch me, Vinnie Mac attack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, Ronda effect Monday was very, uh, very, re- not the Ronda, the Becky effect was very, uh, very real. Mm-hmm. I missed mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I missed her. I mean, the crowd was chanting for her at the end. Yep. And she never showed. Okay, let's go to SmackDown now, uh, the A show. 
Um, started. Would it start off with Shane? Shane and Miz. Um, did it? I think so. And then they challenged the Usos to a rematch, and that's happening at Fastlane. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I this is where Miz is going to turn on Shane. I think so. I thought he was going to turn on him last night or on Tuesday. Isn't it kind of ironic and funny how Shane and Miz has been the best told story probably of like WWE, like in the past couple months, like it's the most consistent story right now. Yeah, it really has, dude. Dude, and I got to give props to Miz on that. I mean, the way he's able to carry stories like he did with Mm -hmm. like Daniel Bryan the last like 10 years and Roman, like. Oh, one last thing about Raw. They made me fucking miss Roman Reigns. That's all I got to say. Like, I can't believe it. I'm saying it, but. They made me fucking miss Roman Reigns. I hate, I hate you, Vince. This is, yeah. you know, Vince is probably like, haha, we're gonna make it a shitty show now. We're gonna make it shit on purpose, make you miss Roman. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Damn it, Vince. Damn it. Um, but yeah, I'm with you, dude. I think he's gonna turn on him, which kind of makes me sad. But yeah, it's gonna, it's happen. gotta happen. Yeah, but, yep, uh, it's gonna happen. Ah, uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Well, Ricochet faced um, Eric Young. Eric Young, which is weird. I had to text you before I tweeted anything because I was like, <laughs> yeah, Eric Young. Like, I was like, wait, the guy from Sanity? That I was like, wait, Sanity? Because yeah, it's like, who's where this? The fuck we haven't seen them in weeks. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I guess maybe the an NXT connection, but I was like, is it weird? And you were like, yeah, no, it's very weird. So mm-hmm. I tweeted it out. I was like, oh. maybe I'm just stupid. But oh, uh, what was after Shane and Miz was Andrade. Sienna Almas versus Alistair Black, and yeah. that match was fucking good. Sweet. I just found out that him and Selena are married, and now I'm mad. I hate another wrestler. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> beyond that, uh, yeah, dude, really good match. Um, the NXT guys just got a hell of a lot better uh, reaction. Yep. Um, somebody tweeted to uh, somebody tweeted out. How long until Vince McMahon fucks over Aleister Black and just gives him one name? And Big E responded to the tweet and said, "In my mind, he's already black." Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> I saw that in pop. I, I forget. Maybe, I don't know why I didn't tag you in it. It's funny as maybe. fuck. Did you also see Big E? You, know, like that, if you, you added... know that joke went over everybody's head. Oh yeah, definitely. And I was dying at it. I was like, "Fuck yes, that's so funny." And then did you see E? Because somebody asked him, "It's like." If you had to have your name taken out or something like that, what would it be? And he would just go, i just go by E, but it'd be pronounced A. <laughs> <laughs> like Canadian, like yeah. A or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Those fucking e guys. Shot at that fucking idiot from Empire. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, oh God. This, the new this the face he made afterwards where he's like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what was, was great. also the uh, – the, uh, the pancake branch of uh, peace or whatever they did yeah. with Jeff Hardy and uh, that <laughs> was fucking carrying Biggie. He's carrying Biggie. I was dying. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That guy's three hundred fucking pounds. Put him down. <laughs> God um, damn, it's good stuff. It was good. Uh, shout out to uh, Ty Dillinger on SmackDown who requested his release from WWE. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he is going to AEW because oh yeah, when Cody left. Cody got mad because he wanted to go back to just being called Cody Rhodes again, but he also wanted to start a stable, and he wanted Tyler Breeze and Ty Dillinger in the stable because they're all really good friends. Yeah. And 
here we go. Cy Dillinger is for sure going to wind up in AEW. There's no doubt in my oh, mind. Oh, dude, he's a Zach Ryder and there. Kurt Hawkins, I think, are two wrestlers that will also go to AEW. And I honestly would not be shocked if Breeze goes. But I don't – Breeze is the one that's up in the air for me because he's best friends with Xavier, so. Yeah, it's uh, – a. All those guys you just mentioned, they'll fit in so perfectly there. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying they don't fit in perfectly here. It's just that they're going to get time Vince, there. Vince doesn't believe in like the creativity that they could have with what with what they bring. So it's like Ty's a yeah, guy that I can see like actually joining the elite. So do I. He's got the look. Mm-hmm. He's got these. And he's, he's, he's like best friends with Cody. Like, yeah, it, it makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um. He does. But yeah, um, shout out to those guys. Uh, kind of taking their time, or not taking their time, uh, taking a risk to be like, yep. you know what, man, fuck it, I'm going there. Like and, I'm, uh, I'm like, I don't care about the money. I'm fucking, I'm tired. I'm bored. I didn't get into this to fucking be stale and not be able to use my creativity. Right. So I'm gonna go to AEW. Do you see what Joey Ryan tweeted? What is what did he tweet? Uh, he tweeted basically. He was like. I remember back in the day, it was like, uh, you know, WWE said you got oh, WWE yeah, was yeah. like you got to you got to watch out for these indie guys. They're coming for your jobs, and now, mm-hmm. and now basically it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. And then Lance Storm was like, Lance Storm tweet was like, uh, kind of speaking for a lot of people there. And it's like, dude, come on, you know that's true. Oh yeah, like <laughs> well, Joey Ryan signed with AEW, so yeah, good for him. He's gonna so. be making money, but it is kind of true though, because yeah. like. All these guys are just coming out. Now they're coming for the AEW job. Like, yeah. And if people really want to sit there and say, like, WWE, they're not scared of AEW, then why is the revival? Why did the revival just get tag titles after they requested for a release? They're like, uh, here, we'll yeah. make the champions now. Right. Uh, yeah. Finn mm. Balor was one that they were really worried that he was going to leave and go be with yeah. the Bucks because he loves the Bucks. And what's sad is it should have never got to that point with Finn right. Balor. Uh, the Good Ever. Brothers. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on them to ask for their release. So am I, because if they don't do, if the next move isn't to go like full blown Bullet Club stable with uh, with Styles or H- Balor. with Styles or Balor, uh, yeah, I'd get out of there because yeah. that's that's what needs to happen. I can't that's believe it hasn't happen. happened yet, dude. I was watching. I can't either, man. I was watching an old Raw, like the Raw right before the draft happened. That Raw is awesome, and it's yes. like, it's like. The club with Styles and uh, who do they team with? The oh, it was the club with Styles and the Wyatt family versus Cena, Enzo, and Cass in the New Day, and it was just like, and then they split like everybody up after that. It's like, dude, this is where WWE was legit about to hit like fucking something so special, and then they just yeah. they halted it with the, yeah, it's with like the brand split. It's like, like you, you brought the, these. Literally pick the worst time to do a brand split because everybody is finally coming into their own here. Yeah, it's like you brought kind of the club over to be the club, mm-hmm. and then you don't you don't do the you, you don't, don't do, do the thing the that got them that got them on your radar. Yeah, like that it makes no sense. It doesn't. But yeah, I agree with you. I was just talking to Bowman about this uh, um, yesterday. I was like, dude, honestly, like if they don't do something with the club. Like I think Gals and Anderson would be like, "Hey, see you, man. Like we're good enough and over enough anywhere that we can go make, we can go make money if we want, right? But also we can just go have fun and be entertaining and fucking wrestle. Even though I'm sure their two old asses are like, "Hey, it's great. We're getting paid, and uh, 
working like maybe two times a week. <laughs> right. Well, the thing that like fucking like kind of drives me nuts about the thought mentality that I've heard before is that they split these guys up because they think like them, like Styles, for instance, is better as a singles wrestler, which don't get me wrong, he is. But if you put him with a stable that he can lead and be champion at the same time, you're going to elevate those other wrestlers as well. Like, yeah, dude. And like, since when did being a singles wrestler mean you have to you have to only be on your own? Like, you can't be in a stable. Like right. every time Triple H was fucking world title, he had fucking like 19 people with him. Right, and that's why like fucking <laughs> like they took Carmelo out of Enzo and Cass, and it's like, yeah, who would have thought that she was going to be the one to like become the biggest thing out of the group? Number one, uh, number two though, they worked so well together. Like, why are you gonna like Nikki Cross is now a perfect example. Put her right. back with fucking Sanity and let her be the leader of Sanity. Fucking yeah. reverse it and let her lead Sanity. Exactly. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It drives me nuts. But still staying on SmackDown. Um, was Rusev, Naka, and R-Truth used it all again this week? I don't think so, were they? Mm, no, I don't think so. What the fuck? Like, if you're not going to use them, put them on Raw. Like, Yeah, well, why wouldn't you have, like, Naka versus, uh, versus Ricochet? Right. You know, or Rusev, that was my one, or like somebody. You know, yeah, that was my one thing about the Ricochet match. Where was, was like, Ray? That's what I was going to say. I was like, why wouldn't you have like Ray against him? Or uh, that's a WrestleMania. Did I? Okay, I kind of understand that one because that's kind of like a match. Like you want to, you can make. That's a match that you get people to watch a pay per view on. You know? Very true. Very true. But the point is just like how, why? Yeah, like why wouldn't you use Rusev or Naka? Like why? And how come our truth is fucking nowhere to be found? Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's know. It's like Raw stale right now. Well, why don't you move Nakamura over the Raw or Rusev over the Raw and do some shit with them so that way we don't have to see a fucking Lucha House Party versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins match. No disrespect to them, but nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, yeah. You could throw Naka over there and have Naka end up feuding with, like, Finn one day or something. I right. don't fucking know. Right. Oh, my fucking, God. Finn Balor, Nakamura feud? That, yeah, I know. I me, just, I, take my money. I, yeah, I just struck gold there, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucking, like, it's it's not that simple. Like, do they do any brainstorming when it comes to matches or anything, or are they just, like, I will say this, pull names out of a hat? Styles needs to go to Raw after this. I think so, too. I think it'd be... Uh, He's done everything he can be, on SmackDown. Yeah, I think he'd be good for him. I think he could fucking help run that show. I, I'd, I'd like a uh, little Styles-Rollins feud. Wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. me none. Well, you look at how stacked SmackDown is right now, and you're like, a lot of these guys could be used very well on Raw right now. Like Jeff Hardy could be used yeah. very well on Raw. And uh, then... Yeah. I, I was, well, was going to say, I was going to say, you move a couple of those guys over, and who... Who would be best to go fill their spots is Sami Zayn, Kevin Owen on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of already saw him on Raw and whatnot. It's like, change it up a bit. Throw those guys on SmackDown. It's a it's a freaking perfect recipe. But I agree with what Toph is saying. The, the brand split seems to be kind of like fading out again a little bit here. Kind of like what they did a few years ago where it's like everybody's just kind of showing up on both shows now. Especially with the NXT guys. Yeah. And it's kind of like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Um, yeah. But to finish out SmackDown, 
Mandy pinning Asuka. Mandy's like the third or fourth person ever to pin Asuka on WWE TV. It's crazy to think about. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I, I drew. How did the pin happen? I think I like. It was a I roll think up. I, I think I somehow was it a roll up off a distraction. Yeah. Okay, I get people being upset about that, but at the same time, like. Mandy's a heel, so you can get away with like that kind mm-hmm. of a shitty ending. You know, like mm-hmm. you can get away with that. Like and like I said, I tweeted, I was like, they need to build they need to build something for Oscar. They need to do something. And like if that's how they have to do it, like I, I mean either any way they try to do it to build a heel that can be believable to beat Oscar, like nobody's gonna like right now. But you have to do it because there's nobody right now on SmackDown after they fucking have Charlotte in this triple threat that like really is a threat to Asuka. So mm-hmm. they have to start somewhere. Like, you just got to take it with a grain of salt and, like, look for what they're trying to do. And I think Mandy's great. I tweeted it. I think she's, one, she's obviously, like, fucking a 32 out of 10. And she's also not bad in the ring. So, I don't know. Like, just fucking be happy they're trying to do something. No shit. Like, what What? Like what else would you, like, who would you have go up against Asuka? I mean, yeah, Sonya would be fine, too. But Right now, um... And I really wish that Ember Moon didn't get hurt. Move her to SmackDown. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that'd be perfect. But like I said, it's like, you know, they have, they have to do something. Right, right. Um, and then the show ended with that six-man tag. It was pretty good. Kofi getting the win again. And Kofi, the one, two, three, baby. And Kofi getting that fucking uh, nice little rub. He's facing Brian at Fastlane. Yeah. Dude, I popped for that pin. I haven't popped for a six-man tag match pin <laughs> since I don't even know when, Todd. I can't tell you when. I popped for that because I was like, he pinned the champ. He pinned the champ, baby. <laughs> like, I, it was like a, I might as well pulled out like my action figures and reenacted the match. Like that's how <laughs> fucking like that's how I felt, man. I was just like, fuck yeah, he pinned the champ. This is great. <laughs> right. Um, but again, like. Brian's just bringing Kofi to another level, and I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, and now let's go to NXT real quick before we get on out of here. Um, NXT was phenomenal. Roderick Strong versus Aleister Black to kick off the show, and then oh. uh, Black and Ricochet defending or uh, fighting off on his speed era was good. Um, then let's see what else. The middle ones kind of fuzzy oh it's just like a matt riddle promo i think with uh jeremy borash and then the main event though was just insane the velveteen dream versus johnny wrestling johnny gargano and velveteen dream picking up the win getting that north american championship good for him max i was kind of getting worried what they were doing with him yeah oh he's a guy i think you might see these four guys get called up after mania and i think dream's gonna run nxt for a little bit I think so too. It's almost going to be like the uh, like the Bailey effect. Mm-hmm. And I I did read the NXT spoilers, so I'm excited. That's all I gotta say. God, you're such a nerd. I sorry, I couldn't contain myself. I read you it. You need to you need to learn. I know. I read them, and I'm like, I'm happy. So that's all I gotta say. NXT, the booking that's going forward, I'm happy. Do you know how much happier you'd be if you didn't know and then you just watched it? Starting to, start to really piss me off, you son of a bitch. And uh, away from NXT, did you watch BTE? 
I have not yet. You kept oh yelling God. at me. The watch more it. you yelled at, the more you yelled at me to watch it. The more I was like, "Fuck you! I'm not watching it." Now. Dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> the whole episode is hilarious. I know. I know. You I need, need to watch, watch that and that Baron Corbin thing I tagged you in. I know. I will. I'll do my homework. I'll I'll start watching videos. You stay off the dirt sheets. Fine. Deal. Ow! Fuck my left arm just fucking went completely numb. Wow. Okay. Don't That's do what that you get for being a dick. I just, all I did was push myself up. All right. Nino. Okay. Trying to get my damn arm back here. All right. Wowzers. This might be the end, Todd. <laughs> you got me all fired up on dirt sheets. I have, I have a heart attack over here, brother. Brother. Dude, I thought I was having a heart attack the other night, but it was just heartburn. Uh, dude, I thought I was, but I was just like fucking high off that 420, man. Me and Matt Riddle, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, dude. I don't know. I, I right now, I'm 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 pretty excited about WWE. I'm I'm, too. I'm I'm more optimistic in this Mania season than I have been in a few years. Well, what's fucking crazy is that like the build hasn't been there, but we know some of the matches that are happening, and it just is like we're gonna have like a fucking great WrestleMania. I feel like. Like, I think we're just think so too. fucking due for a good WrestleMania, man. We're yeah. fucking due. Last year started off so strong and ended so flat. Yeah, like, and I, I think it's I think it's because like we've had these like we've had options. Like we weren't like dead set on like it's going to be Roman Lesnar again. It's going to mm-hmm. be Charlotte Oscar. It's not like I mean those were ideas, but like then you throw the you threw Ronda in there and mm-hmm. you got Becky going and then it's like Rollins is going. Unfortunately what happened to Roman I think probably maybe is helping lead to Rollins' thing right now, but it, well, it's Did you it, did you know the original plan for WrestleMania? What before uh, Roman got set? The main I think event? I I think I did. I think you told me. What was it? Was it like a was it gonna be a triple threat or something? No. It was supposed to be just Roman versus Ambrose. Oh shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember that. I remember you telling me that. Mm-hmm. And Ambrose yeah. was supposed to be Ambrose was basically supposed to like somehow Ambrose. like flukely like beat Roman for the title, and then Roman mm. gets it back at Mania. That was that was the original plan. Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? And I guess Ambrose is like, well, fuck. He's like, why can't we still do that with Rollins? Like, why does Lesnar have to have the title? I think that's a main reason why Ambrose got pissed, and he's like, I'm yeah. Out. Yeah, I can see that. But and, yeah, and the Ambrose Rollins rivalry was supposed to last. I think that was supposed to happen instead of had, instead of it being for the Universal Title. They made it for the Intercontinental Title, and it was just like, but and, where's the World Title at? God damn it! Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's, I just feel like we have like kind of more unknowns and like a little more like, oh, what if? What if? Like this could happen. Like instead of being like dead set of like. Like, where the story could go from now into Mania and even after Mania. Like, I feel like we have a lot of different paths it could go. And not just, like, one path that we've known for, like... I feel like the past four years after Mania, it's like, okay, they're going to head here. They're going to do this at this pay-per-view. Like, they're probably going to win. It's like... I feel like nothing's, like, set in stone to where you can be, like, 100% sure. It's kind of like, you never know. They might do this and change some things up, so... Mm I don't know. I'm excited. I'm, that's I don't know. I feel like I've just been more excited about wrestling. It's like fuck yeah, you know. I don't know. Hopefully they do this. If they don't, well, I'm probably going to be pissy. Wrestling, but. wrestling in general has just been has just been awesome. Like, 
Yeah, it's just been fun to watch. It's except for I mean, to... except for Raw, except for Raw. Like wrestling <laughs> around the world has been fun lately. Jay White becoming the IWGP Heavyweight Champion was like people expected it to happen this year, but not as fast as it did. Right. And fuck all those people who think that Jay White is like the Jinder Mahal of New Japan for the champion. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, yeah. Jay White's a great fucking wrestler, and he's a great gimmick because he's honestly like a fucking psychopath. Like, and he's a fucking. The way they booked him, they make him look like a fucking mastermind. Like, imploding chaos from the inside out. Like, joining chaos just to, like, implode it with, with uh, Gato and, like, all this other shit with Bullet Club. How he secretly kind of joined Bullet Club back in the day. Or, like,. Back like a year ago, and he waited until the Bullet Club OGs turned on the elite and all this other sh- like the storytelling that that is phenomenal fucking storytelling. Yeah, who the fuck would compare that to Jinder Mahal? Right, right. Like that's just unbelievable storytelling. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good for him. No shit. No shit. And good for honestly, wrestling. Good for uh, New Japan. Normally, they don't take like big risks like that. Like Jay White has only been wrestling, like has only been this character for like maybe a couple years, if that. Like he's pretty yeah. fucking new. Uh, I see. I feel like uh, New Japan might be might kind of start doing things a little more out of the ordinary than usual with you know AEW because AEW guys aren't going to be able to wrestle for New Japan, right? Correct. And yeah, uh, so I Ibushi, think they're gonna. Surprised the shit out of me. Oh, by staying? Yeah, he signed like a two or three year deal, and that's the, this is the first time like Kotobushi is like exclusive to anywhere. Like hmm. if this is like the first time in his career he's exclusive to anybody. You know what? That I don't think that's a horrible move for him. Like I, I, I think he knows there's going to be a lot of big enough stars right now that in two, you know, give it a couple years, see what AEW does. That like if the day that he does come over, it'll be even bigger. Mm-hmm. kind of let AEW start building stuff and then you're like okay well guess what here I fucking come yeah. shabam right in the fucking kisser mm-hmm. and so. it's a way to just like yeah just basically he wants to become IWGP heavyweight champion and the fact that like he's popular enough now too that like it's gonna happen like yeah. I could actually see him winning the G1 this year that'd be impressive that'd be awesome I mean, he was a runner-up last year. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's his time. Like, he probably sees that, too. He's like, you know what? This is my time to take over and mm-hmm. knock some things off my list and then go from there. Yep. I mean, he was always kind of been a guy who's been free-spirited and just gone from promotion to promotion just because he just wanted to do it. He didn't want to be exclusive to anybody. And now he's kind of, like, matured a little bit, and he's like, I now want to become world champion somewhere. Like, Yeah, and he will. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. So. Let's hit him with the one, two, three finish and get the fuck on out of here. Uh, one, two, three finish. Uh, not wrestling related at all, but I got to say it anyway for good luck. Uh, our St. Louis Blues are looking to extend their streak tonight, <laughs> so let's go Blues and hockey. Twelve, uh, get the twelve win straight. Yeah. Um. Two. Um. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Earl Hebner. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a real Earl Hebner right now. Um, did you talk about AEW getting sold out last week? 
I think did you so. Con- did you congratulate them on that? Oh yeah, totally did. Oh, At least on one of the shows I did. You, you dumb, you piece of shit. Well, maybe uh, if you watch BTE, you would have another thing to shout out. God, yeah. Well, I didn't. So, uh, fucking pussy. Shout out. Um. Oh, number two. I'll just you know, uh, Becky Lynch still the man, just whooping ass at uh at a good old elimination chamber kill bill style kill bill style love it a little it was like kind of a reverse kill bill outfit but i liked it it's, uh, it's doesn't she wear an outfit like that in the second one? Oh, is it well i know in the first one it's like it's yellow, yellow. and then black stripes i think isn't becky it, was like isn't it black does it, it is, does it switch like in the that. second one i think so hmm i couldn't remember uh either way sick looked hot <laughs> as fuck um and badass uh, and number three, hashtag Sick. Boom Clap Kofi Mania. Oh, bringing back that uh, to Jamaican sensation, yeah. Yeah, uh, Bowman. Oh, uh, I want to go on two more longer, but uh, Bowman was really, really mad. He didn't use that move to win. <laughs> he was so mad. He goes, "Why would you have to do the fucking Boom Clap off that to win? It just makes sense." And I was like, "I know, Steve. I know, man. I, I know. know, man. <laughs> like, I know, but it didn't happen, buddy. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know. Drink some warm milk and sleep it off. Drink. He needs some <laughs> milk. <laughs> he has three finishers, Jim. Not even two. He has three cool finishers, and they should fucking have him win the match. Uh, but <laughs> that's Steve. Uh, but yeah, man. Hashtag Kofi Mania, dude. Um, I, I'm I'm loving it right now. I I I love wrestling with Kofi Mania. Same, same. So Was that that's my third? one, two, three. That's my third. That's my third. That's my um, third. My number one. Uh, shout out to uh, you know Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, the Elite for keeping kayfabe alive because they've been going to all these shows and are like, all right, they're expecting us at this show. They're expecting us here. Got to keep it in kayfabe, and then they just wind up at the Backstreet Boys show. <laughs> That was one of the funniest clips you ever sent me, dude. It's the whole show was hilarious. MG, yeah. MJF, like he's at Cody's house. Do you know like the whole gimmick with him right now? No. So the whole gimmick with MJF is like that young wrestler who's like a huge prick, but he's only an asshole when Cody turns his back, and he's an asshole to everybody else. And like when Cody turns his back to him, he's always like, "Hey, man, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy. I can't wait to be AEW." So they're on. Cody's back porch and Cody cooks him two steaks and Cody's like I gotta go back inside for me I'll be right back he goes okay man and he like Cody walks inside MJF's like Jesus Christ these steaks are so fucking terrible I hate these steaks and he like throws him off into the yard and Farrell the dog comes walking up he's like oh hey Farrell you piece of shit hey hey you little ugly fucking dog you want the steak you want the steak and he throws the steak into the yard and like Cody comes walking back out and MJF's like oh man I love your dog I love your dog man <laughs> 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 but uh, uh yeah it's just funny like you just gotta watch it. it's funny uh number two shout out to uh i didn't whenever wwe network put back on conf or put on confidential the old show like from 2002 with yeah. gene okerlin i don't know when they put that on the network but i'm th- fucking happy and ecstatic that i discovered it that it's on the network because i, I loved that it show because it was such a deep like inside look and totally behind the scenes of everything loved it loved it great show yeah, i didn't go know watch i didn't it know it was on there until, you, until you told me so yeah it's good it's good go watch it and uh number three um let's see here number three congrats i guess to sasha and bailey oh yeah women's champs congrats to finn 
and Kofi Mania, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So normally these episodes won't be that long, but, you know, it's our first one back as titled the Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up. So I'm going to do it this way. Got the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view episodes are always longer. Yeah. Especially if it's a good pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it was. So, yeah. So, fuck it. If you don't like listening to us talk for two hours, then we got two words for you. Oh, Suck it. my God. Congratulations to D-Generation X going yeah, into the Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, I don't deserve to be a 90s wrestling fan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you realize it right after you said it, too? I did, yeah. As soon as I started to say it, I was like, oh, yeah, the Hall of Fame. I don't want to admit it, man. I just feel old. I know, right? Like I, I said to you, it's like, you know what's crazy? It's like there's 40-year-old men right now that are like, oh, man, those were the best time of my college years. And me and you were like, man, when we were seven, eight years old, dude, we were just telling people to suck it all Do you know time. how many times I got sent to the principal's office for telling somebody to suck it? Like, <laughs> My buddy, like, in first grade, cause I was like, I didn't know really what the middle finger meant. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, what does this mean? Like, with the middle finger up. And he, like, it was like indoor recess. And he, like, grabbed, I remember this vividly. He, like, grabbed me and, like, Threw me behind like the baffle and was like, "Man, you can't say that." My older brother said it means all the bad words ever. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, that's so like, funny because oh I had this similar experience. It was like indoor recess, and I was like, "Yeah, Stone Cold's the best." And I gave the finger, and my friend's like, "Dude, you can't do that." He's like, "That means f you." And I'm like, "What?" Like the f word? He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, I didn't know." So I did the suck it anyways, and then I got in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just crazy. It's like when we were like, those were people's like how old we are now, or what like people like loved when they were like you know R H D X, and we were just fucking like trying to do our addition homework Monday nights, (laughs) watching D X, telling people to suck it, man. Like like, I don't understand this word problem. Okay, let's put it in the way you'll understand it. If Sean said suck it this many times, and Triple H (laughs) said suck it this many times, how many is that together? Oh, five. How many times did Sergeant Slaughter suck it? (laughs) If you put their arms together to make an X, how many is that? Two? Ding, 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 Johnny. (laughs) That's two suck it's. (laughs) Yeah, but no, yeah, dude, uh, congratulations to them. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think China's going to get it on her own one day too. So uh, Triple H said that she's going to. So. Yeah, she's definitely. I mean, it's like so is Triple H. Like you think Triple H is just yeah. going to get one D? He's no probably going to get a DX and Evolution and a Triple H. No doubt. And the New Age Outlaws deserve to go in as a team. So yeah, definitely. So there's it, you know, it's and just, then you, you have X Pac who deserves to go in as one two three kid actually. I think so too. I really think so too. Some people on Twitter are proving some good points about how he. Uh, well, he just, actually was a big inspiration for a lot of small guys, well, and, and just the one of the greatest upsets of all time, him pinning Razor Ramon on Raw. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at there is that like that match just like you, made go. people like, holy shit, I can I can be small and beat these big guys. Mm-hmm. And shout out to that uh, the shoot videos I tagged you in, Cooter Pooter. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> uh, cooter pooter. Cooter pooter. All right, let's well, get the fuck so. out of here. You can go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope. We'll be back on the scope someday. At yeah. Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation on all social media platforms as well. Go listen to our normal podcast, Offended, 
which is out now, which we've now moved to every Thursday. We're going to be releasing those episodes. Uh, yeah, yes. And it's out now on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts. Go subscribe, follow, give us a nice five-star review. Uh, go on want to buy our merchandise go to www.prowrestlingtees.com and search offended and buy our fucking t-shirt right now go do it no excuses um if you like music go on spotify we have our own playlist on spotify called offended presents songs of the week and you can follow me on twitter instagram and snapchat at trick 1042 you can follow stoutsy at Jimmy James nine four one seven on Instagram and Twitter. James V Stout on the Snapchat. Nice, nice, nice. All right, the weekly wrestling wrap up is back. We will see you next week. And yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. Yeah, and you know what? Enjoy wrestling, people. Yeah, don't take enjoy it so, wrestling. Don't take it so. Don't let it affect your life. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy it. Just Hashtag enjoy, it. enjoy wrestling. That's what you're going to get from offended from now on. Yeah. So, and uh, if you're not down with that, fuck off. Yep. If you're not down with that, eat it. Eat my ass. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> All right. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Later. Goodbye. Bye.